I was supposed to play the Bill After thing first, but I, I wake up, Joe. Yes, exactly. I need to wake up. I'm not, I got I, some. I got some coffee stout for you if you want. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Board Wrestling Fan Radio, episode number two thirteen, and we're supposed to have a guest, but he needs to update his Skype. So I suppose I should let him know that. Maven fan says Maven sucks. He, I've changed my mind. I love Joe Cena now. Oh Jesus. <laughs> And you know what? I've got this. I've got this new uh, Sam Adams Nitro Coffee Stout. And uh, yeah, um, nice try, Sam Adams. Nice try to try to keep yourself caught up, people. But you know, it's okay. Nothing spectacular. (sighs) Well, we're supposed to have a guest. Mr. So what's our format? Are we just doing an interview or what's the deal? Uh, we're going to talk about uh, New Year's Knockout from last night and the upcoming NWA Parade of Champions uh, whenever we get Michael on the line because apparently he has to update his Skype first. All right, well, let's just get into wrestling since it was a busy week. I guess. Yeah. Digging, shoveling, the inevitability oh, yeah. of death. Oh, fuck, f- fuck Triple H being champion. How about AJ fucking Styles in the Rumble? Gee, AJ Styles was in the Rumble. Yeah, it was kick-ass. No one has in. mentioned it at all. I haven't heard anything about this, this AJ Styles. Is hey, he, uh, hey, is he a rookie it, or? Hey, the first it's hit, right? The only thing I remember from the Rumble is Roman Reigns' face. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it made this guy. It made this guy here who doesn't watch wrestling enjoy the the Rumble match that much for the well, however long he was in there. And the fact I, that he I got don't a think anyone ch- here is upset about AJ Styles. Yeah, no, no, I just you know. the, the one... sarcasm, dude. The, but, but Jericho called him a kid, so he must be brand new. I mean, welcome <laughs> to the big leagues, right? <laughs> the one thing that really bugged me. <laughs> One thing that really bugged me was they kept the camera on Roman Reigns, who is not a good enough actor to give a good reaction for AJ Styles coming out. He just yeah. looked really confused. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of complaints about that on the internet. You know, Bucky the Beaver uh, tooth, Kevin Dunn complaints. I saw that. Yeah, that, that was one thing that really bugged me. And another thing that really bugged me about the Royal Rumble, and I was tweeting about it too, is Michael Cole knew who was coming out and he, he made it obvious. Like, they I, all do. That's the problem with those kind of things. Like, it's Michael Cogan, oh my god, it's this guy, then JBL lists off a bunch of facts. It's like, if you don't know this guy is here, you shouldn't know all this stuff about him. For yeah. me, it was it was pretty much every entrant. As soon as they come out, Michael Cole says, and the number 19 entrant is this guy, and this is his list of accomplishments in the Royal Rumble. Like, as soon as the buzzer goes off, like, dude, at least act like this is a random drawing and you don't know who's coming out next. Well, on the positive side of you know, through the, some the, the commentary, they were at least putting him over hard. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, the first, well, even though I complained about it, the first thing out of JBL's mouth was to put him on the same level as Brock Lesnar. I, I don't see a problem with the announcers knowing who the fuck AJ Styles is. Like, I think it would be detrimental for them not to. Oh yeah, but he put... could at least wait a few more seconds before nah, saying Nah, nah, I'm cool with it. I, I don't think he needs to wait seconds at all. I mean, we knock guys for not calling, like, spots and, like, having information and storytelling. And so it's kind of backwards thinking to knock them for the opposite, isn't it? Yeah. I guess. Hey, man, is you know, calling the kettle black one potato, two potato, three potato, four. You know, we got to make up your mind on these things. Well, IWC stands for I will complain. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was I love cock. <laughs> 
I think that's a different IWC. Oh, shit. I'm on the wrong podcast. I thought I was on Cock Talk every Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Loving the cock. Vince Maven, loves the cock. Maven fan I love says, the shovel. Maven fan says, I want to video myself getting held back by Joe Cena and send it to Not Sexy George, spelled with a G, so he can, so he can cry over his ruffles. Wow, she really has done a full heel turn. Or a face turn, depending on how you want to look at it. I'm not getting any, is this. This isn't in the chat, I take it. Yeah, it's in the chat. I don't see anything. I'm going to refresh here because I don't hey, see you're anything. Not, it doesn't show you in it. It doesn't show you in the chat. It just shows me and me. There I am. So. Okay. There I am. All I right. still don't see you. <laughs> I just got in there. It's well, he is Joe, Joe Cena. Cena. Yeah, no, you can't see you me. <laughs> there, now I should be in there. I don't know. Uh, I'll see figure it chats. out I, in the who, background there. This fucking chat's got to go. But oh, there you are. I, this, there chat, you this chat box has got to go. I've got to design a new one, but the problem is I've been doing all this work for Michael McCurdy, who's supposed to be on the show right now, and David Fuller for uh, the NWA, and I haven't had time to work on this site. Yay. Right on. Complaining on the internet. This oh. is a wrestling podcast. How, how's the sound from my end, by the way? Is it okay? You sound great. Yeah. yeah. All right, awesome. Just wanted to make sure because I got the new microphone in here. Finally. Have you I actually think... moved it to uh, your mouth yet? <laughs> I moved I... it. I, I, I flipped it over, like you said, and I've got the uh, I've got the, the windscreen back to like a distance of, away from it, so it sounds better, I think. Do you have I the think... diaphragm actually facing your mouth? I do. Good, man. I did before. I, I, I noticed a bit of a clarity difference. Less spacey, a little more clear. That's good. You know, I feel kind of uncomfortable. I think you're spending, Joe, you're spending too much time doing voiceovers. You're not enough time on this podcast. I feel uncomfortable. I think I'm going to have to go go, go drown my sorrows in a bag of ruffles. <laughs> Things aren't the same anymore? Things aren't the same anymore. You know, you know what, guys? <laughs> oh, he's here. <laughs> you know, you know, Why does I'm... he sound like Jesse Ventura? <laughs> There's a lot of things about him you don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was a governor of, of Minnesota for a while. <laughs> well, Jesse and George both begin with G. Well, J. You're right. <laughs> so, so according to Pratt Hart, that was the worst Royal Rumble ever. It wasn't the worst ever. Well, according to facts, um, Bret Hart's brain hasn't been working right for a lot of years now. So, uh, To be fair, Bret Hart said it was the worst he's ever seen. Maybe he's seen like three. He, he I, did. Think, I think it's the best pay-per-view they've had this year. <laughs> I'll second that. Me too. Nah. But no, it, well, are we talking WWE only, or are we yes. talking like yes. uh, he said, yes, that was seven. that was the bad joke? He, yes. he said their best pay per view of the year. <laughs> I, I, I was trying to pull a Jericho and do a do a stupid dad joke. Ah, uh, he does cool, plenty of cool dad. Yeah, cool, cool dad's got a shoehorn in, you know, whatever. <laughs> I don't know who's worse, him or Lawler, as far as, as, far as bad jokes. I, I get an occasional laugh out of Lola's jokes, at least. Yeah, that's true. I, I love a good dad joke, but not dad Jericho. <laughs> Chris yeah, Jericho. well, it's 1999 bad joke. He'll 
right. Jericho. And Chris and uh, Triple H is champion, so we've fully transitioned back to 1999. It's shocking. Nobody saw that coming. Watch out for the Y2K virus, folks. I had I had I had heard someone on on Facebook, one of my friends who I've known since a long time, and um, he's like. Well, they have to put a hundred. Triple H is best for business because they got to put a hundred thousand people in the fuck in the Dallas Dome. Yeah, Triple H isn't putting a fucking hundred thousand people in a fucking Dallas. I'm sorry, in the main event. Right, neither is Roman Reigns. So there you go. You know, my my thing is is this is like they could have they could put just because it's got the name WrestleMania, they can put a, a lot of people in there. They could have Pip farting on a snare drum and if he's, yeah. with WrestleMania. Hey, I ain't farting on no snare drum. <laughs> <laughs> shut up, shut up, Pip. You'll do what I say, okay? <laughs> Stop fucking on my 1400 leather couch, too. <laughs> and, um, you know, they would still sell. You know, it's like, you know, you're, you're you know, yeah, okay, yeah. Neither one of them is going to put 100,000 seats in, but... You know who is, though? Who? Hulk Hogan. Brother, what are you talking about? You know I'm going to be there, brother. That no, no matter like how many seats they fill in there, they're still going to say they broke the record. Oh, yeah. Because WWE. Yeah. The fun thing is we know it holds about 100,000, but they'll probably claim about 150. <laughs> oh, brother, I had 217,000, brother. When I, <laughs> when I threw... When I threw... Andre the Giant into the par- third parallel universe that Fry and Bender are in, brother... I heard he body slammed the entire arena all at once. No, that was WrestleMania 4, brother. I don't know. I'm related to Pret Hart. I didn't see that. It wasn't for the one where he swam away with Trump on his back. Either 4 or 5. That was my brother. I I set the seeds for the Trump presidential campaign, brother. (laughs) Trump Hogan 2016, brother. (laughs) No minorities allowed. (laughs) <laughs> what are you talking about there brother if it ain't white it ain't right <laughs> we're gonna have Virgil on the team brother <laughs> I paid him 20 bucks he's gonna be he's one of the, he's a campaign manager brother he's in charge of campaigning at Olive Garden <laughs> wait I'm, I'm hearing noise and it's indicating I'm it's coming children. from coming <laughs> yeah. from Michael McCurdy Michael, are you there? Are you on the call here? I believe I am. Yes, you are. You're loud, too. It's <laughs> <laughs> time for me to come again when I'm doing my, my Hogan impersonation. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, of course, uh, he's fresh off of New Year's blackout last... Excuse me, New Year's knockout last night. That's not a racial <laughs> joke, JT Hogan. <laughs> it was uh, NWA Beware of Dog last night, I believe, was, was the event they had in Fort Worth. Uh... Uh, yeah, I believe David is now referring to it as uh, New Year's Lights Out, uh, actually, instead of New Year Knockout. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so my my understanding is somebody crashed into a transformer outside. <laughs> yeah, from what I understand, the they were three matches. I talked to David this morning. They were three matches into the card. Um, it was during the tag team turmoil match, and I guess there was an accident outside. Blew a transformer, which knocked out power to the entire town of Crowley. So the show was lit up with cell phones, flashlights, uh, video camera lights, and of course there were emergency lights in the building. But yeah, and then they came on right before the main event started. 
Sounds like WrestleMania 24, actually. There was three <laughs> matches left, the lights go out, and then it comes on right before the main event. What, you weren't going to make it up and make it do it on a Tuesday like WWE does? <laughs> it still had better lighting than Ring of Honor. <laughs> Somebody had to say it. Somebody had to say it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm proud of the crew. I think they did a pretty decent job from uh, with uh, what they had going there. So I wasn't there, unfortunately. I'm over here in California, but... I saw the pictures and all that, and it, it's kind of interesting to see all the cell phone lights up. It was kind of like you're expecting the Wyatt family to come out or something. <laughs> you know, had all the fireflies. That's, uh, I mean, that and the show must go on. I guess is the logic, and and obviously, uh, you know, the safety of the performers first and foremost is is, you know, can the show go on? And of course, uh, apparently, everybody was all right with it and wrestled in the dark, including uh, Blue Pants was on the show last night, wrestled in the dark. Yes, uh, she worked with Miss um, Dyslexia and Jessica James for the Queen of the Ring trophy. Uh, Jessica won that match by pinning Leva Bates last night. So it, it looked like—I mean, you guys always get a good turnout there. Uh, I, I say you guys. I mean, I know you're still in California, waiting to go to to move down to Texas to uh, be a part just a few of more months. A few more months. <laughs> Uh, but uh, but I say you guys, but, but you always have a pretty decent turnout, and uh, you know, three hundred people, cell phones on, lighting up the ring is just—it's uh, one of those incredible stories. Well, yeah, like David said, I like I said when I talked to him, it basically created a moment that fans are going to talk about because they were at this show. The power goes out. I mean, they had the emergency lights in the building, so it wasn't completely like black, but. You know, the fans enjoyed it. They really got into it. And I guess there was a huge yes chant when the power came back on. But, <laughs> I mean, everybody enjoyed it. No one left. No one asked for a refund or anything. So, you know, the show went on. The guys were safe. Uh, they talked about it in the locker room. Um, Ray Rowe just basically kind of gave them, a, uh, told them, you know, let's go ahead and do this. And the show went on. So they did what they did, and it worked out great. Uh, to be fair, Ray Rowe works in Ring of Honor, so he's used to working with no lights. Yeah, yeah, this is true, this is true. (laughs) (laughs) As is the joke around here. It's been for a while. (laughs) Running gag. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, I try to listen to the show when I can. Unfortunately, I can never get it to download onto my phone, so I usually have to listen to it on my computer, so... As long as you're able to listen to it. <laughs> That's all that matters, right? As long as you can get somebody to listen to it, you got their fans going. <laughs> well, you know, su- Sundays at 2 o'clock, when you're not being a guest on the show, you can always just go to BoardWrestlingFan.com and listen to it live. It should play on your phone. I will have to try that. Usually I download. I listen to a lot of podcasts at work uh, is my go. thing. It gives me something to do. So Jim Cornette experience when you're working is awesome when you got customers and <laughs> Cornette's dropping the F-bomb and BS every, like, five seconds. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, we like to drop the... We, we like to say fuck a lot on this show, you know, right? Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah, fuck. Th- this show is totally <laughs> safe for work. Yeah, Let well, me tell you. Don't go on 20-minute rants about Muslims. <laughs> no, the new well, rants about Lucha Underground. Now that's that's the new topic of discussion with Jim Cornette is Lucha yeah. Underground. So, yeah, he doesn't seem to care for it that much. Oh, no, yeah. no, no, he doesn't. No, I think he referred to it as horse shit and a few other uh, colorful terms. I, I I read a reply to that rant from David Fuller, uh, who said that it's just Jim being Jim. It's really just a work. <laughs> So I don't know you how, know, Jim's Jim, yeah, like you said. But, I mean, yeah, I'm thinking some of it's entertainment purposes. I've met him. 
very nice guy, very friendly. He's not dropping F-bombs everywhere he goes when he's talking. He's a very nice guy, very sharp mind, though. So, I mean, some of it probably is more for entertainment purposes, but he's very serious about, you know, wrestling and all that. I've never seen Lucha Underground, unfortunately. I don't have the El Rey network here, so... But what I've seen, I can see what it is. It looks, it's basically like a movie with the wrestling in it, like he said. But, you know, it's got its place. I mean, there's wrestling action involved. It's just not the traditional, like he's used to, Smoky Mountain and all that, which, you know, you look at Smoky Mountain now, it's just as corny as, you know, you know, it's available on the network. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, oh, yes. I, there's a lot of corny on the network. Trust me, I watched WCW from like 85. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I just finished watching up to I just finished watching the Bash at the Beach 1996 and the Nitro after and just everything before that was just awful. <laughs> oh yeah. I will, I I I I drink to that. Drink that. I enjoy going back on the network and watching some of that stuff though. I just watched uh well, honestly, I watched the uh, New York uh knockout uh, Clash of Champions, the Funk versus Flair, the I Quit match. You know, the Funk versus Flair match was great. Rest of the card, not so much. But you know, that was that was what we had back then. I, I think a lot of us have forgotten or tried to forget. You know, the the '90s and all that. You know, anything before like the Attitude Era and the NWO, we try to forget. I think so. <laughs> well, that's that's right where I was. Was right at the cusp of that, and, and just the pay per view itself for Bash of the Beach was just an awful pay per view, and you had a. Uh, it was a sock full of silver dollars on a pole between John Tenta and Ray Trailer, <laughs> or, or Big nice. Bubba Rogers at the time. And the he earthquake uh, John Tenta, he got the pole the the sock down by cutting the straps off the pole and pulling the pole down. <laughs> then you have a match with Hacksaw Jim Duggan against Diamond Dallas Page. It's a taped fist match. Oh yeah, and nobody punches anybody until after the match. <laughs> Just yeah, my, first, yeah. my first job actually writing for a newsletter was reviewing a uh wasn't ninety six, it was Bash to the Beach ninety five, which is the one that had um Hogan and Vader in the the strap match. You had Sting versus Ming. You know, it was held like right there in the middle of the beach. They had the lifeguard match <laughs> and between I think Flair and Anderson was on that card. That was actually my first review was a Bash to the Beach pay per view from the mid nineties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um these nineties pay per views don't hold up very well, the early ones anyway. <laughs> no, but they're still fun to look back on. And every once in a while, you know, a gem came out of them that you remembered and you enjoyed. I mean I like the Funk versus Flair at the Clash of Champions. I mean, I thought it was a good match. You know, there there were some gems in there, but you know, for the most part, no, it was pretty yeah. <laughs> but when you've got guys like Ric Flair and Terry Funk, they're gonna tear the house down regardless of what the undercard is. Well, this is true. This is true. You got a point there. And then you've got Gordon Soley calling the match with you know Jim Ross. So there, that right there also makes a. They're going to make anything look good. So, and, and we can kind of tie this into what you've got coming up because uh, what you're doing now is the NWA uh, has Parade of Champions 2016, and that's coming up uh, WrestleMania weekend, the Thursday before WrestleMania. Yes, uh, March 31st, Ridgely Theater in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, Jim Cornette will be hosting the event. He will also be doing a live one-man show, the Jim Cornette Experience, uh, from 3 to 5 that day. So when Cornette's in the building, you know, it's always going to be entertaining. 
And uh, speaking of Parade of Champions, something coming out of uh, last night, our main event, Charlie Haas pinned the NWA world champion, Jack Stane, in the tag match. Center of the ring, clean pin. So now David is talking with Bruce Starp and all that, and it's looking like there might be a possibility where we'll see Charlie uh, challenging for that NWA world heavyweight title at uh, Parade of Champions. There you go. There's your uh, rumored main event, I suppose we could say. I don't think it's uh, everything's still in yet. the process. Got to work out all the deals and the contracts and everything. So not official yet, but uh, it's looking like Charlie Haas versus Jack Stane for the NWA World Championship, March 31st at the Ridgely Theater in Fort Worth, Texas, for NWA Parade of Champions. I drink. To yes, that. we also have a uh, um, Ray Rose going to be on the card. Lance Hoyt is there. Chase Owens, Jason Kincaid. Uh, the Bullet Babe, Amber Gallows, will be there. Um, uh, NWA World Tag Team Champions, Matt Riviera and Rob Conway. I believe now the new national heavyweight champion, Greg Anthony, will be there. Uh, national champion was John Saxon. He lost the title last night at a Mid-South show. So I'm not sure if Greg Anthony will be there, but I believe all the NWA champions are going to be represented. So being he's the new national champion, I'm sure he will be there as well. That's uh, that's an interesting concept, and it's great that you guys hooked up with the NWA and that you're able to bring in the world champions from the National Wrestling Alliance and also give me something to put on my resume for the National Wrestling Alliance since I'm you guys' web designer. <laughs> well, you know, we, we try to give you much work. Are you actually taking the uh, the webmaster for the whole NWA side, or, is that, or are we still uh, in negotiation uh, I, for I, that? I think we're still talking money on that one, so... <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's all, it's all about the money. Yeah. I, <laughs> it's I, a big I, job. I've seen the site. Yeah, it, I, it's not the best. It needs to be updated a little bit, but, you know. I mean, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a tough job, but it's like, uh, you know, anybody else is going to charge you guys like three grand. But we'll talk about that later. That's not and They ain't charge me nothing. <laughs> that's all Bruce Starb. That's his, that's his business. Right. <laughs> I, he, he calls David, and David talks to me, and I go, okay, sir. I mean, you know. I'm like second or third removed from the head of uh, the NWA. I'm partners with David, but David does all the uh, interaction with uh, Bruce Starr at this point. So, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's pretty cool though that you guys got hooked up with the NWA. And and my understanding is it's not your typical NWA affiliation. Um, this most affiliates, the other part, of it, we're more like a partner with the NWA. Because we actually are promoting all the other NWA events. David is actually working with like their social media director for the NWA. So we kind of have more of like a partnership. We haven't become, you know, NWA IHWE yet. You know, we're it's NWA and IHWE present, and we've done two shows so far. Tales from the Ringside and New Year Lights Out. Uh, Parade <laughs> of Champions, we are promoting. It's an NWA show. David and I are doing all the groundwork and promoting it, bringing it in. But yeah, we're not we're not NWA Mid South. It's not NWA Vendetta. We're a partnership with NWA at this time, so it's working out well. We're enjoying it. Bruce Starb loves what we're doing, so obviously we're doing something right, and we bring the crowds in even when the power goes out. So <laughs> you guys changed your name since the last time either one of you guys were on the show. Because it was, uh, what, Insane Hardcore Wrestling Entertainment or something like that before, wasn't yes, it? Yes, we were Insane Hardcore <laughs> Wrestling Entertainment. That was back from... The original name was um, IHW, which is just Insane Hardcore Wrestling. Entertainment got added a few years later. And then this past summer, right before Old School Hustle, the decision was made. And it is now Iconic Heroes of Wrestling Excellence. 
So that was sitting down by James Beard and all that. We had the major press release going out. So we've kind of gotten away from the insane hardcore wrestling uh, name of the past. So we're now a name that kind of reflects more on, you know, excellence in wrestling as well as, you know, the legends as well as the current stars. So trying to do a mix of both and, you know, insane hardcore wrestling just didn't quite uh, mix that together. Insane hardcore wrestling was uh, back when a guy like David Fuller could get in the ring and hit somebody with some weapons and stuff and win titles. <laughs> but uh, that's neither here nor there, I guess. <laughs> hey, he got in the ring back in October at, I, I know uh, you know, fails in the ringside, went out with Barrett Brown. There were some weapons involved in that, so, you know. But again, weapons. You got a standing ovation. <laughs> again, weapons involved. You get, I, I want to see this guy in a technical wrestling match with, uh, uh, I don't know, somebody like, uh, like a Charlie Haas or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. David's already said Charlie would twist him like a pretzel. So I, I did see you know, that. David's post. a small guy. You know, we don't want, we don't want to break him. I need to keep him uh, in you know good you, condition. You need him healthy so he can <laughs> sign the checks, I guess. <laughs> well, I haven't seen the checks yet, but we're still working on that. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, I feel like I'm working for TNA right now, but that's another story. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, hey, TNA on Pop is doing pretty good, I guess. Their numbers keep rising, so that's always a good thing. Good for, oh. Yes. <laughs> I'm being joined here by some small children now, if I, you guys don't mind for just a second. That's, that's okay. <laughs> it's not the first time. Okay, I think I've solved that problem now. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's definitely not the first time. What was it, what was the G episode four or something like that where we had uh, we had pint oars kids in the background the whole time. <laughs> From episode back. four to episode two thirteen, I try to keep it live here. You know, I like to bring my children in. They sometimes get in on my podcast as well. You'll hear them in the background while I'm, you know, interviewing Jim Cornette or JJ Dillon. You'll hear my son in the background, <laughs> Daddy, Daddy. So. <laughs> it makes for entertaining radio. Hey, there's nothing wrong with it, man. You got kids? That's cool, man. Love your kids. Absolutely. They're always welcome. <laughs> my kids Don't always take welcome. care of me in my old age. Exactly. My kid's always welcome on this show, too, but she's too busy playing video games whenever I'm on the air, so <laughs> she never bothers me. <laughs> yeah, Dad's just doing his wrestling thing, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. She's getting close to the teen years, right? So she's probably yeah. in about that thing. Oh, dad's just doing his wrestling thing. Oh, they're yes. back. Yep. <laughs> she's like, my dad's podcast famous. I have to deal with this. <laughs> I was, last weekend I had the last weekend I had her. We were doing. I was doing voiceovers. I'm trying to like hang out with her while she's playing video games, and then like next thing I know, my phone's going off. It's like, oh, I got a voiceover to do. I'll be back. <laughs> So. I'm just going to start walking around the house now to try to keep these children away from me. <laughs> Doesn't seem to be working very well. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves, fellas. I'm having a little bit of a battle royal myself here right now. <laughs> Live radio, folks. Gotta love it. Uh, especially when they, when your guests have children. and uh, We had Charlie Haas. Ha Charlie Haas was driving to, uh, to soccer practice with his kids when we had him on. <laughs> So you heard his kids in the background and everything like that, and uh, yeah, it's it's so it's definitely not the first one. Your kids are not the first ones to uh, jump in on the show. <laughs> there we go. We got silence again. Well, what's wrestling without an unexpected run-in? I guess. Dead air. Hold on. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say, where's uh, where's all dressed ruffles, man? <laughs> Okay, I'm back. 
<laughs> All right, there we go. <laughs> it's like, okay, mute the microphone for a second. Chase the children out of the room. I'm good to go now. <laughs> now, you know David Fuller's going to listen to this podcast, and I'm going to get a message tomorrow like, dude, I want to be on the show next week. Oh, I, I know, just, I know. Just I'm like sure the last he'll time have you something were on. to say about me. It'll never be positive, but... <laughs> just like last time we were on, we were talking about him. The next week, he's like, oh, I'm, i got to come on this show. i got to defend myself. <laughs> Well, yeah, last show we talked about, you know, no payroll and being cheap. And I think also the conversation got to, like, porn mail and a few other things, too. So we were all over the charts on that show. Oh, that's... Whoa. You get porn mail? Whoa! <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say, that's that, that's typically the direction this show takes. <laughs> it's talking about porn mail and... Uh... Uh, well, last week, last week it was what deep inside Sunny. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh Lord, we talked about that on my show as well. It's like an ongoing soap opera. So, anybody out there gonna watch it? Uh, we did. We we know. We just we did. We just debated on the sequel when she does one with China. <laughs> what that one was gonna be called? Ooh. Yeah, I I, th I think uh, the uh, consensus was uh, it's always Sunny in China. Yeah. <laughs> I'll nice. take full credit. I just for it's just it's twenty years too late. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, she did this years ago. She did uh, the wrestling vixens with Missy Hyatt right. and some of those other girls, and I mean, even then, that was a little past her prime. But still, <laughs> we've seen it. We haven't. Well, we haven't seen that yet. But you know, no. if you haven't seen Sunny Naked by now, you either don't have the internet, you live in a cave, or you're Amish. So, <laughs> so actually, I, actually, to be honest with you, I'm none of those. But I um. I actually just didn't see your naked for the first time last week when I saw the trailer. <laughs> wow, okay. All right, somebody proved me wrong on that one. I figured Sunny Naked was all over the internet, so You know, to be honest with you, she she you know, I, I be it as my I should never really found her that attractive even when she was at her peak. I was like Okay, you're the only girl, so we're, you're, she had that oh I'm the only girl, so I'm supposed to be hot and the you know, and I just never was like, Okay, yeah, whatever with her. She wasn't around by herself for long before Sable came along. And comparing the two, I'd pick Sunny back in the day. <laughs> Obviously, I'd take yes. either one of them right yes. now. <laughs> but uh, I was uh, following ECW then, so I was like, you know, watching Francine and Beulah and Kimona and all those girls. So, right, Sunny, forget it. <laughs> but I, I did get the wrestling vixens though. I had to watch. I had to check that out. It was like it. Suncoast Motion Picture Company for like five bucks a DVD. So, ah, <laughs> oh, you can't beat that deal, I guess. There you go. <laughs> I still own them. They're in, they're out in my DVD collection, along with all that ECW I got a couple years ago. But you know, I haven't watched them in a while. I'm sure it's not what I remember from the day. So, uh, I mean, if you if you want to crack at Missy Hyatt, all you got to do is book her. <laughs> <laughs> I need to talk to David. Let's get Missy on the payroll. Come on, let's bring her in. She can manage somebody. And There's where David's going to respond. He's going to come on next week. Tell me, Michael, no, we're not getting Missy Hyatt on our show. It's not going to happen. Does he have the JBL kind of voice when he talks to you and, and call you Michael? Yes, he calls. Yeah, I'm always Michael. Every Michael. time, you know, old school hustle. I'm in a locker room with all the other guys, and I'm off to the side, away from the entrance door. He walks in. I just hear Michael. I looked up. I knew exactly where I was. You could hear him over the crowds, but yeah, no, I'm always Michael. <laughs> he calls me, and my wife can hear him over the phone. So 
We fight on Friday nights. It, it's got to be. It's got to be a Texas thing, man, because it's JBL on on Raw every week. Muggle. <laughs> they just can't pronounce it correctly. I guess I. You know, I shouldn't bash on David. David's a good guy. No. <laughs> you know, love working with him. So there, I've said my positive for the for the day so we're just having some fun man it's all it's all in good fun it's, <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to say anything positive mike we're, we're not we're not stop we're not stars here yeah this is not the be a star campaign but but no it's 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 tradition whenever michael mccurdy's on this show we have to make fun of david fuller just so david fuller can hear the show and get some kind of reaction and be like I there you go that's how you get david week. booked on the show i get it you bring me on knowing <laughs> hey if we book the second guy, the main dude will come in, and we can talk to him. We'll just book the under. We'll just book no, the partner no, no, no. first. No, if I wanted David on the show, all I'd have to do is be like, "David, come on the show." <laughs> okay, I'm, wow, okay. I'm, I'm not. I'm not useful at all. Thank you. <laughs> I'm surprised. He has okay, fine. Call. If it makes you feel better, I bring you on the show so we can get David to come on. <laughs> Whatever makes you feel better. I don't. At least it makes me feel like I have a purpose. You know, I'm here to get to David. You know. <laughs> Next time we'll book both of you at the same time so you, you two can just promo battle. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. Yeah, that'd be great. There'd be Ant-Man and Lurch jokes for the entire hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll make it happen, man. We will make it happen. We You got the you got the NWA Parade of Champions coming up on, on, the, on March 31st, so we could bring you in the week before. <laughs> there we go. If, if he's up for it, I'm up for it. I'll do it. I'll, I'll go live on the air with David. I'll probably be humble by the time it's over with, but because he's sharp, but I'll try. I'll do my best. You'd be humble. If he's down for it. I'm down for it. You'd be humble because Sheik make you humble, break your back. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I'm kind Sheik of bugged, likes man. me though. I I got him beer at CAC, so the Sheik <laughs> likes me. Uh, yeah, that's how you get on Sheik's good side. Just uh, give him the, way, the way to Iron Sheik's heart, cold beer, yeah. Bubba. There you go, <laughs> Heineken. That was his beer of choice that weekend. <laughs> Uh, I was actually I'm I'm kind of bummed because I'm not going to Dallas for WrestleMania and therefore I cannot be a part of Parade of Champions. I was actually invited to be part of the broadcast team, but unfortunately I just I'm not going to be able to go. So, <laughs> and David, I'm sorry I'm not funding it. And, and, <laughs> I'll fund the fucking <laughs> website, but I ain't fucking funding you to go to Dallas. I, I'm not asking you to. I'm just saying. But uh, <laughs> I, I I was trying to get David to pay for me to go out there because he wants me on his show. <laughs> You know, I'm paying my money. own way to get out there. Yeah, so. I know. <laughs> oh, well. Maybe sometime you know, I mean, later. We're working on some deals. You might be able to actually see the Parade of Champions. We're working on a possible, uh, you know, pay-per-view uh, distribution deal going on. So, you know, there, there's things in the works. You may not be there in physically, but you can be there in spirit, and you might still be able to see the event. But we'll have some more information on that over time. David's working on all the details on that right now. So as long as the power stays on in the building, yeah. As long as there's yeah, as long as there's power, we're gonna have Jim Cornette there. If the power goes out, he's gonna flip. So you know, the power company will make sure that we're we're taken care of that day. You don't want Jim on your bad side. I can imagine Jim Cornette calling into customer service for the for the electric company. <laughs> we'll have him on speed dials. Like Jim, talk to him. Here you go. <laughs> It'd be like Dairy Queen and Muslims and Lucha Underground all combined into one. Uh, we had David on and we talked, uh, not David, uh, Jim Cornette on and we talked about Dairy Queen. <laughs> we uh, we talked about Wendy's too because that was around the time that Wendy's was trying to get him and uh, Vince Russo to bury the hatchet. <laughs> yes, yes, they were trying to do that, yeah. If you haven't seen the Dairy Queen video though, it's an awesome video to watch, but 
you know, I did listen to the interview with Jim Cornette, and you can find out all about Jim Cornette on jimcornette.com. He <laughs> updates that site on a regular basis, folks, lets you know all of his appearances, what he's doing. It's an excellent site, full of information. You can also order from Cornette's Collectibles on there. Amazing merchandise. You can get a Cornette Guy t-shirt. You can get Mid-Atlantic DVDs. You can get Corny in the UK. I'm going to plug Jim Cornette a little bit just because Joe did not realize he had a website when he was on for an interview. <laughs> well, I was going to say, you're, you're putting Cornette over strong. In, in Joe's defense, Joe didn't get more than five words in in the interview, so... <laughs> I had Jim Cornette and I had our old co-host, George, and that was not a good combination for me because those two are just riffing back and forth talking about the difference between Wendy's now and Wendy's five years ago. George knows a thing or two about Wendy's. Yes, he does. And Jim's a connoisseur of the fast food, you know, the Whataburgers and the... Oh, what's, what's the new one that he's into? There's a new one that he's into now. I cannot... I forget what the name of it is, but yeah, he's the connoisseur of the fast food places there on the uh, in the south, I guess. I know he plugged a couple of them on the podcast, so if if you go back and listen to the Jim Cornette episode, uh, which is available if you search through boardwrestlingfan.com, you can find Jim Cornette making fun of me for not knowing that he had a web, uh, not knowing where to find the latest updates on Jim Cornette. Yeah, David and I made fun of you of that. Actually, that was great. But <laughs> oh, don't worry, everybody makes fun of you. It's a new thing. Hey, you, you heard, you saw me yesterday on Facebook giving him shit about doing his homework because you were going to be on today. <laughs> yeah, there's no homework necessary for me. Trust me. Because <laughs> the, the the running joke is Joe doesn't Joe Joe no matter how big the guest Joe doesn't do his homework for it, and he always gets he gets yelled at by every guest because he doesn't do his. homework. I've been yelled at by Matt Bourne, Diamond Dallas Page, Jim Cornette. <laughs> Doesn't do his homework and doesn't let us know until right before. Yeah, he, he's let us know about guests coming on at one fifty-eight. Oh, by the way, our guest today is going to be Chase Owens, the NWA World Junior Heavyweight Champion at the time. Nice. There is a thing, Joe, called the Internet where you can look up information, find out about people. You know, JimCornette.com, it's available on the Internet, you know. The internet? Is that thing still around? I internet on computers these days. <laughs> oh, we, we both, made, both made a Simpsons joke at the same time. <laughs> I, I was going to be the third, but I, we'd all just be talking over each other. <laughs> Isn't that status quo for this show, actually? But Yeah. He does listen to the show. How about that? <laughs> I, I do. I enjoy listening to it, you know? It's always kind of fun to listen to, you know? What, I can get it downloaded onto my player so I can listen to it at work, but... Your download links just don't work. But I'll, I'll start listening to it live, and we'll call it good there. So well, you, My wife you, will love it. Have you tried you, Have you tried it on um, iTunes? I have not tried through iTunes yet. See, I have an Android phone, so you can get, I download okay, everything. Yeah. So I'll have to try that. Well, then you can get Stitcher and download it through Stitcher. Yeah. And Thank I, you. I, All right, I, I will do that. Like, I, I never actually download uh, podcasts. I, I just stream them. You know, I just yeah, press play and it, it works Pretty just much. fine. Yeah, same here. Well, every time data plan. If if I if I ever miss it, I usually download them through iTunes and then put them on my iPod because I have two of them. So they always it always works through iTunes. So I didn't didn't know. You have two of them. I wish I had JT money. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's why he's funding the site. <laughs> I make meter meter money. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he's oh. able to fund the site. He's got JT money. 
But you got voiceover money. <laughs> I do. Yeah, man. What's with the voiceover gigs? I'm hearing about this all the time. It's like you're everywhere now. I, I am pretty much everywhere. I'm I'm not everywhere. I'm in the studio all the damn time now. <laughs> are, are we going to hear you on Camp WWE? No, <laughs> I haven't been asked to do that one yet. <laughs> Maybe you can do one of those cool voiceovers for the commercials they do to advertise what's coming up or on the network. Those things are great. <laughs> Up next on the WWE Network, it's the WWE Royal Rumble. I don't know, fucking know. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the it's the dramatic music, it's the voiceover and all that. I mean, they really put some time and effort into their, you know, upcoming WWE Network commercials and everything. So, yeah, they, they production wise, squirts. they're great. The commercials are better than the actual really show. <laughs> yeah, they made Swerved sound really compelling. Yeah. <laughs> I like Swerved. Actually, that was. That was one my wife would watch with me because she likes the the prank shows, so she would actually watch Swerved with me. So we actually enjoyed that one. I only enjoyed like a couple of things here and there, like the I think it was like the Miz and uh, Heath Slater running around in mascot outfits. <laughs> that that was going good. the security guard. That's my favorite so yeah, far yeah. out of all was the security guard that wouldn't let Seth Rollins back in the building. The reaction to that was great. <laughs> I still like uh, it was Fondango and uh, what was it? Heath Slater was the other one. They were in the restaurant. Was <laughs> that were, the woman they, smelling the diaper or something? No, that was a different one. It was all the, the okay. coffee shop. They yeah, they were in the coffee shop. They were the they were the baristas. <laughs> oh, no okay. dogs allowed. No, no, that dog's cool. He can stay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's that one. right. They were the briefs in that one. They had one where a woman was like smelling a diaper, saying her the diaper smells sweet and. Totally disgusting, Fandango and Heath Slater and all that. Till they found out it was all a joke, but right, yeah. I think they actually like you know tasted the diaper or something. Yeah. It was kind of odd. Yeah, and they had like Kofi taste it and shit too. Yeah. Oh, literally, that's what it's supposed to be. Weird shit. <laughs> uh, whatever works. I don't know. I, I uh, it was hit or miss on that show. I think, and they're bringing it back for a second season, so I guess we'll see if it's any better. Yeah, awesome. Hey, it's got to be better than Legends with JBL. I mean, the first episode they did with Eric Bischoff was great. Then he comes back with Road Dog. Yeah, I, I, I sort <laughs> of I fell asleep on that one. Bischoff I, was actually pretty good. I didn't. I watch don't know Road Dog. how Road Dog is considered as a legend for your show, but eh. because he was there. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, he was backstage. Come on over. Yeah, I, I I definitely watch the Eric Bischoff episodes because I'll watch anything that Eric Bischoff does as far as interviews. Uh, because just I can watch that guy talk all day. Him and him, Jim Cornette, those two. Like anytime I get either one of them, Eric Bischoff is great. I mean, I would have loved to have been there when him and Bruce Prichard did the the Monday Night Wars debate that they were doing. I would have loved to have seen those because Bruce Prichard's another one that I enjoy listening to, but. No, Bischoff is great, even if he's just hosting, you know, the top ten moments or whatever that special was he had uh, a few weeks ago or something I happened to find on network. But, no, Bischoff's great. He's one I wish could actually do more, but, unfortunately, nobody really seems to want to work with him anymore. Right. No, I, I've uh, I've enjoyed all the interviews he's done. I, I, I even considered actually going out and buying the Monday Night Wars DVDs. The, the second edition of those because they added new footage with Eric Bischoff from what was on the network. They added new stuff. So it's like, okay, Eric Bischoff's on that. I should drop the money on that. But then it's like, but I could just watch the fucking network. 
they show some of it anyway. Right. I have them. I, I bought them. I think there's like three of them or something. It's basically the Monday Night Wars documentary series in like a three disc collection or something. So right. But you know, when you can get them for fourteen ninety eight at Walmart, eh, I, I can I can break down and drop fifteen dollars. That's that's easy. I think most of the even same. working for IWE, I can afford fifteen dollars. So. <laughs> when you get paid, I guess. <laughs> Uh, I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> <laughs> I think most of it's in his book anyway, probably, I, I would imagine. Uh, What's that? I think most of it's probably in his book, I would imagine. Uh, Controversy Creates Cash. Oh, there you go. Which, uh, if you'll recall, one time WWE was selling them for like two bucks on WWEshop.com, and he bought them all, <laughs> his, <laughs> autographed yeah. them, and resold them. <laughs> I saw that book, I hate to say this, I saw that book at a local Dollar Tree um, here in town, they had like one copy of it. It was off to the side, and I just happened to be walking by, and I'm like, "Is that Eric Bischoff's picture?" And I looked, and there it was: "Controversy Creates Cash" for a dollar. <laughs> I think they had Kurt Angle and China's book as well, right there too, on the same shelf. Just one copy of each. I was gonna say that that that's okay because I found Guns and Roses Chinese Democracy at the Dollar Tree once. I wouldn't have paid a dollar for that. <laughs> I paid a little more than a dollar. I, I actually got the CD and the LP, and I think I paid less than 10 bucks for the two of them. <laughs> Did you feel cheated? No. No, I didn't. Uh, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't classic Guns N' Roses, but it was uh, good for what well, it was. Well, it wasn't fully Guns N' Roses. You got early since Axel. That album was basically Axel and Friends. That's true. Every song had like 35 people on it. That is true. It wasn't, it wasn't even like the no. lineup he toured with. Yeah, I, I liked it. I liked I like. I'm going to freaking come out and say I like that album. It's just, it's not, it, you know, you're going into this thinking you're going to get one of the first four records, and you're not. You're going to get what Guns N' Roses was in two, from 2000 to 2008. No, and, and that's the point I'm making is it's not, you know, classic Guns N' Roses, but it's good for what it is. Yeah. I guess if you look at it that way, but you know, and the Guns N' Roses reunion that's coming up isn't classic Guns N' Roses. I think there's only three of them that yeah. are getting back it, together. So it's only you know it's being basically billed as Axel and Slash are finally reunited. That's pretty much what it's being billed as because Duff's been in the band, been back in the band on and off since like 2013 anyway. So it's not like it's a yeah. big surprise, you know. And who knows what if if you know it's like you said the rest of it's all the current members of Guns N' Roses. You Richard Ford at Dizzy Reed, yeah. You know, maybe Axel and Slash can come out to that reunited song by Peaches and Herb for <laughs> when they walk out on the stage. Because that's the first thing I thought of in my head when you just said that Axel and Slash are reunited. I just I heard that song. It played in my mind for a second. <laughs> I, it should be an interesting uh, interesting tour. It'll be interesting to see all the news that comes out of it once it actually kicks off. It'll be interesting to see if Axel doesn't cancel a date or two or quit a concert three songs in. But he did quit. You know. He did. He did cancel Jimmy Kimmel. He did. Yeah. Yes, he canceled Kimmel. Yeah, but they're throwing money at this, and I probably Axel needs it badly, so he's not gonna, you know, walk away from money because because you know because Slash does isn't doing this for money. He does. He's 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 had a pretty good solo career. Slash you know? has done everything else for money. He doesn't need to do this for money. You know. Um, Duff, Duff's, Duff's doing well for himself. You know, Axel's the one that's doing this basically for, because there's a shit ton of money throw, being thrown at him. <laughs> I saw if anybody needs the money, it's Steven Adler. He's got to pay for all the celebrity rehab. But <laughs> right? What are you talking about? 
<laughs> I saw Guns N' Roses on the last tour with, with DJ Ashby, Richard Fortis, and Bumblefoot and all them, and it was incredible. They played for three freaking hours. Axel didn't miss a note. They went on at, like, 10.01, you know, like, played until 1 o'clock in the morning. It was just fucking incredible. And people are like, oh, it's the fucking Guns N' Roses. Like, these guys sound like fucking Guns N' Roses. That's all that matters to me. And oh, Axel Rose is singing. <laughs> when they did the Golden Gods a couple of years back, they didn't sound like Guns N' Roses, and that was when Duff was playing in it. They just sounded bad. And Duff wasn't on when I saw them. Dizzy was there, but Duff wasn't. Uh, so it was Axel, it was Dizzy, Richard Fortas, Bumblefoot, uh, DJ Ashba, uh, Frank Ferrier on drums. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, but it was incredible. Like, I was satisfied with with paying the 45 bucks to go see quote, Guns N' Roses. That well, I'd pay 45 bucks to go see Axel, because, I mean, you That's know... the point, yeah. That would <laughs> be he, worth it just to see him for $45, but... Is he going to throw somebody out? Ticket prices he... of $250, $300, I wouldn't pay that kind of money to go see him, but, you know... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you're closer to the reunion, because they're having the reunion in California. You're going to be gone by then, though, I think, aren't you? Yeah, I'm moving in July. Uh, July 5th will be when we're packing up and driving to Fort Worth. But I live in Northern California. I'm like five and a half hours away from San Francisco. So even though I'm in California where Coachella is, I'm still a little bit of a ways away from it. Well, Axel's already at Coachella. You could probably just show up to Coachella (laughs) and and, um, see him. He got there early because he's got the manager checking out the vibes for the place to make sure it's, it's okay to perform. Throw a couple of dimes in his hat. He'll bust out a few bars of "Welcome to the Jungle" for you. I, I would imagine. There you go. Maybe while I'm driving to Fort Worth, we'll make a little, uh, you know, you know, pit, pit stop. stop or whatever, and go check out Axel. <laughs> I'm just wondering if he's going to get uh, blown up running out to the stage. <laughs> <laughs> he's packed on a couple pounds over the years. Yes, oh, just, he 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 basically uh, packed on the. Uh, Amount of pounds as the rest of his band. He just he just assimilated all of it. <laughs> oh Lord, yeah. He sings them. He just uh, he is Guns and Roses now. He's weight wise, volume, everything. Got it. Uh, that that was it. Everybody else was just pantomiming. All of it was coming out of Axel's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> he does great guitar solos, man. Out of that, you know. <laughs> I tell you, he was running around. He was it was like watching twenty year old Axel up there. Just he looked like, you know, forty five year old Axel. <laughs> I don't know though. Did twenty year old Axel have that wild hair from the what was it, Welcome to the Jungle video? Was that the one where the hair looked like he just <laughs> stuck his finger in the light socket? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, yep. so much hairspray. Oh yeah. Lots I, of hairspray. The, it was from the what 80s, I heard. Man. From what, from what I heard, that was it, he intentionally did that just do it one time, and he was never doing it again. <laughs> it makes sense. Slash still looks like Slash, but Axel just had the the um, hairsprayed electric hairstyle that was so popular back in the eighties. Well, just it. it was of the course, 80s. of course, of course, Slash still looks like Slash. You know, you can go buy the top hat and Slash wig at any freaking costume <laughs> store. <laughs> I know, I have one. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> they actually have it. At Hall- they have had it at the Halloween store uh, here in town this year. I forget what they call it now, but it's you know, it's like undead rocker or something, whatever they call it. But yeah, it's the hat and the wig. And <laughs> that's I, I was slash for Halloween last year. I was, I Alice, was slash. 
I was, I was Alice like four years ago. <laughs> I was Alice Cooper, and then like, hey, was I it the same costume? You guys just traded back and forth? No, <laughs> no, no, no. We're 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 two hundred miles away from each other. We're not we're not that close to <laughs> trade trading stuff. We we've got our own. <laughs> Joe, do you work with anybody in your geographical area, or are we all just spread out all over the U.S.? Everybody you work with, uh, we're we're, we're all over the world. Yeah, the man, this is just the U.S. Yeah. I actually, I think Coaster's closest to to, to Joe because he's. You live east. You live west of me, right? You li- yeah, but yeah, about so. an hour west. Yeah. So uh, I've got my uh, Central New Yorkers, Coaster and JT. I've got my uh, Cal- uh, Calgarian in G, and I've got my uh, UK person in Noise. You're Calgarian. Is that a word? Is that an actual term? It is now. Okay. <laughs> we are oh, making a term. We're, we're that is actually what we call it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Calgarian. Mm-hmm. Just like Californian. There you go. Yeah, Californian. Or I'm you learned a new word today. America! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah! Come on, board wrestling fan can't be educational as well as entertaining, right? <laughs> as an American, he has the freedom to call you whatever he wants. <laughs> That's true. America! <laughs> the mother, the motherland to all of us has spoken, so <laughs> motherland has declared. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's funny. I actually found somebody that is similar to G who lives in Edmonton. Uh, he's he's actually one of my voiceover clients. He's a wrestling fan, and he lives in Edmonton and is a Calgary Flames fan, as opposed to G who lives in Calgary and is an Edmonton Oilers fan. Is his name Eeg? <laughs> one girl, one cup. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Hey, just think, just think, buddy. We all live, we all live close to each other because there's only one road in Canada, so we're all up the road from each other. <laughs> yep. And the show begins the next uh, chapter for today. So. <laughs> yep. Pretty yeah, much. Fun fact: if you uh, if you travel to Canada, Lance Storm will pick you up at the airport. <laughs> Does he drive for Uber? <laughs> Gosh, I need to talk to you about Uber. <laughs> All you need is a driver's license and a car. Make quick cash. Be your own boss. Uber. Guys, you need to talk to you about honest brain formula. Oh, uh, Lord. I got, I got the stone cold, yeah. <laughs> I was I, reading I, I, Uber does not pay their drivers that well, though, so I'm going to have a hard time listening to Austin do the commercials for Uber now. So, Well, he's getting paid I'm, well for it. Yeah. They got to pay him. That's why Uber can't pay their drivers. <laughs> yeah, because they got to fork out money to Austin and like Jericho and anybody on Podcast One. I'm hearing like thirty cents a mile plus a, a rider's fee, and you know, plus twenty percent goes to Uber, and just the numbers I'm reading are just like insane. I actually looked into getting into Uber around here. I thought, hey, you know, why not? But no, they don't pay enough. So I, I think you make more money working minimum wage probably than you do uh, driving for Uber, according to this article. It's all right. We can't even get Uber around here in West. Yeah, we're trying. We're trying to bring it here too. I was yeah. thinking about it. Yeah, I think like a cab drivers union just don't want. Just they don't. They don't want it to happen. They don't want competition. That's what they want. They pretty, don't want. Pretty much, yeah. That's the that's the story around Buffalo too. Yep. Same deal in Calgary. Storm definitely doesn't drive for them. <laughs> but he will pick you up at the airport. I've been to his house. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, you yeah, have. your neighbors. <laughs> I actually delivered a pizza to his daughter. True story, bro. 
Oh, there you go. Is he, is he as exciting in person as he was doing his promos for uh, WWE and WCW? I'm just not curious. Similar. He just was saying nothing in the back. He's not as serious as you think. <laughs> oh, th- this is true. I listened to the Talk of Jericho podcast where it was him and Dr. Luther and uh, uh, um, uh, the guy who did uh, the Jackal or whatever. Uh, they did like a four-way. And, and Lance Storm is actually cracking jokes, so... He's he's actually kind of amusing on Twitter once in a while. I mean, he's definitely not like the yeah. funniest follow, but he he's you know he's all right. He's definitely what no uh, talk? he's no Rusev, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've actually followed TV Rusev champion. now based on what I've read about. So I, I, I started catching, following Rusev. I don't I know why, some, but I did. Caught some of Rusev's tweets the other day. <laughs> well, he is the TV champion. He is. I saw that one. <laughs> Oh boy! And then the Rock comes out and basically says he screwed his his fiance. What, what what was the Rock on when he showed up? Was he like on Molly? Well, he, he must said himself that the weed was good. <laughs> yeah, the weed was good in Miami that night with the guys in the front row. Yeah, he did say that. I I hate when WWE is in Miami because they always bring out guys like Flo Rida and uh, fucking uh, what's the other guy? I don't even know their fucking. Yeah, but anymore. this time we did get to see Bo Rida. Yes, and that was gold. Yes, Bo Rida was awesome. Like he my was I can't, my girlfriend hates Bo Dallas. Like my girlfriend hates Bo Dallas. Absolutely loved that segment. Like she she she's finding him more and more entertaining. I'm like, you're finally getting it. <laughs> I mean, he's supposed I've... to be like the nerd type of geek gimmick thing that he does. I hate believe, but he was entertaining to watch when he would just do his little stories about you can be anything, and then he would trash the fans if you just believe. But you know, Bo Ryder was great. I don't care what to say. Flo Rida did not win that rap battle. Oh, God. No. Exactly. I'm, I'm just glad he changed his ring gear. He's no longer wearing that fucking <laughs> diaper-looking thing. Well, I I, I, I think they realized he's getting Toby. I do recall a tweet. <laughs> they that, just realized that? <laughs> I do recall a tweet that once said that Bo Dallas needed a Bo Flex. <laughs> like, they're just they're, they're just realizing he's getting he's, he's a little chubby. Have, have they ever watched him run around the ring in slow motion? <laughs> That, that's his normal speed. He's just that slow. Ah, <laughs> uh, bullfit. Yeah. Speaking of the Rock, though, I mean, you guys watch the shows, you follow everything. Was anybody surprised? Because I know leading up to the show, they were a surprise, a return from a major WWE star, a surprise return. They were hyping it all afternoon. You know, they're in Miami. You're hyping a return of a major WWE star. It wasn't damn well the Miz like they tried to make it seem like. Did anybody not think it was The Rock? <laughs> you mean the show that hyped up the uh, the big Twitter response yes. from uh, Dwayne? Yeah, no, I don't think anyone was surprised. Except maybe the guy on weed. <laughs> I just, I, <laughs> Those I guys were fascinated. Or something. You're in Miami. Gee, who's going to be on this show? Flo Rida's going to be on this show. The Rock is going to be on this show. I'm surprised Pitbull wasn't on the damn show. Yeah, I was. I was just going to say I'm really glad you know it was you know Pitbull wasn't there because I would have just I would have walked away. Did did, drink fucking bleach? (laughs) Uh, Did 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 the Rock when he came back? Did he proud? Did he said he was home and he was never leaving? He said he was home. (laughs) Home, yes. Even though he's actually from my neck of the woods, uh, Bay Area is where the Rock's originally from. But hey, isn't that where all Samoans are from? 
I think so, yeah. But no, he actually lived in the because his uh, his dad wrestled for uh, big time for Roy Shires on. He would do show there, so he's actually in the the Bay Area and all that. Can't remember specifically what town, but he's not from Miami. He went to school there and obviously played for college football. So, but he's actually a California boy. That's why they had him in Santa Clara at WrestleMania because he was home when he was in Santa Clara. So. Well, the WWE is his home, except when he's filming movies or doing anything. I guess wherever he lays his hat is home, as far as he's concerned. So, his home is Instagram. <laughs> it's like uh, Cannibal Corpse. Hey, we're from Orlando. Like, no, the fuck you're not. You're from Buffalo. <laughs> That's not even the same state. <laughs> no, neither it's Florida not. and California. What are you oh, talking about? Know, According Mike. to Michael Cole, it's right up the road. Yeah, right. <laughs> Ah. All right. What do you, what do you say we uh, we call it an hour? We go into our break song, uh, whatever that is, because I don't have it listed in my notes. It's one of the greatest Canadian bands ever, the Tragically Hip. <laughs> they are a great band. And, of course, uh, New Year's Blackout, New Year's Lights Out, whatever you call it, was last night, IHWE. Uh, from all accounts, a great show from uh, the people I know that were in attendance. Uh, yep. And of course, New Year Lights Out, Crowley, Texas. You know, you can see the pictures on our Facebook page. Yes, um, ISWE, you know, Texas Professional Wrestling. So, or look up Iconic Heroes of Professional or Wrestling Excellence. So you can see photos from the event. Cameras were still going. I believe we're going to have uh, video footage up as well from the show. So, and, and of course, you can find all your Parade of Champions information at nwapoc2016.com. That site is up and live now. I believe. That is one fine-looking website, by the way. Kudos. That is amazing. The guy who did that does great work, and I believe he's still supposed to get paid for that. So the dude who hired him to do that, I need to take care of I mean, that guy <laughs> needs to take care of that. Yeah, that that, that, that would be uh, helpful. <laughs> oh, well. I, will get, I will get right on that guy and make sure that that gets taken care of. That is totally his fault. <laughs> All right, man. Cool. Thank you for being on the show. I'm sure David will want to rebut next week, but uh... <laughs> I'm sure he will. But hey, if he's willing to come on here live with me, I'll I'll, I'll go. I don't know um, how much talking you guys be able to do because David and I tend to yell uh, at each other. A uh, lot, I'm but... telling you, man. The the, the week before uh, Parade of Champions, you guys should come on promote Parade of Champions and. Get all that out. Just <laughs> that way. That way, when you guys go to Parade of Champions and you guys are, are together and working together, you're not bickering back and forth because you got it all out on board. Wrestling fan the week before. There you go. And my wife will be with me in Parade of Champions, so you know David wants to be on his best behavior too. I'm sure. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for having me on, man. It's always fun. Thank you. Thanks. See ya. Take care. I'll be damned, our break song is the Tragically Hip. Duh, I read the notes, dude. He wasn't read, there when I looked last. Read the yeah, and I write the notes, so fuck y'all. All y'all. Oh, I had it, and I was me. looking at the notes, and I didn't see them, and I, I didn't see a break song, and here it is. I found it. Okay. Show yeah, well, guess, take a while, guess why I picked this one. <laughs> we didn't have a death this week. Boy, <laughs> uh, and the inevitability of Shovel. The streak is over. Yeah, there was a death here. Nah, nobody Sorry. important merch. <laughs> nobody died. Uh, Mil Muertes got his arm broken. Yeah, but he didn't die. He didn't yeah. die, but he is death. He's a thousand deaths. Well, yeah, one of the guys from Jefferson Airplane died or something like that. Yeah, you know. like I said, nobody died. So, <laughs> inevitability of death tragically hit. Here it is, Board Wrestling Fan Radio.
This is Bill After from OneWrestling.com. And if you're a bored wrestling fan, I suggest you order my book, Is Wrestling Fixed? 
I didn't know it was broken, and maybe you'll get on board. You know, I was at Barnes & Noble the other day, and I just had a lot of time to kill, so I'm browsing around, I'm looking at the wrestling books, and they actually had a few copies of Is Wrestling Fixed? I didn't know it was broken on the shelf. So yeah, Did you buy one? I did not, because I already own a copy, but if you, uh, if you don't own a copy, and you don't want the Kindle edition like I have, you can go and buy, buy a physical copy at your local bookstore. So there you go. Go buy yourself a copy of Is Wrestling Fixed? I didn't know it was broken. It's a great book. I read it cover to cover. I don't read books. The JMO is out. It's about to get... Oh, boy. <laughs> it's about to get wacky up in here. It's not alcoholism because uh, Coaster's here, so... <laughs> I, I just got back. What did I miss? Oh, I got the JMO out. Nice. So it's about to get... Really strange up in here, and like I can say, about to get turnt. huh? You're about to get turned up in here. That's what the kids say, right? I don't know. I don't know what the kids say. Who gives a shit what the kids say? I know swag and all that. Yeah, right. I think I'm pretty sure the kids say, "Run!" It's Frankie Feathers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was gonna say. I, I also said it's not alcoholism because Coaster's here, and I'm not yeah, drinking you, alone. No, you're not. <laughs> Corey Graves tweeted, AJ Styles just did what no man could do for the last year. Eliminated Curtis Axel from the hashtag Royal Rumble. He's the first man in history to be eliminated from two Royal Rumbles at the same time. I know. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Let's go to JT well, Land. Wait, wait, wait. Next year, if they put him in the uh, by the numbers segment, that'd be awesome. <laughs> two. <laughs> <laughs> the only wrestler to be eliminated from two Royal Rumbles at once. Uh, now let's go to JT land. It's fuck money time, bitches. Free breadsticks at Olive Garden. What a time to be alive. A gig with my brother at R.A. Dickey taught me that he taught me the knuckle knuckleball and I taught him the money money ball. I am the Muhammad, Mahatma Gandhi of wrestling. By saying that, I mean we probably both only owned one set of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday to Oprah. You have often been compared to myself. Never <laughs> No, I did not. This is this is not this is exactly the tweet. So, never me someone who didn't want an autograph of me. He just may have taken a little convincing. <laughs> like Would you he be just, He just wait, signs wait. it and hands it to you and then asks for 20 bucks. Pretty much. What's the alcoholic content of those bread sticks? <laughs> <laughs> Uh oh! Sounds like sounds like uh -oh. someone else is getting 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 hammered too. Opening a couple of cans of audio whoop bass. <laughs> sip a beer for the working man. <laughs> <laughs> when you make the kind of fuck money I do, bitches make me bite them for fun. <laughs> <laughs> and here are some here are some here are some Royal Rumble tweets. Thanks to G's editing too. Um, more more black people in this match than the, than at the Oscars. Where the hell did all the brothers go? Hogan? <laughs> Mark Mark Henry and the rest of the brothers heading to Olive Garden for some meat sauce. <laughs> and some chic tweets to go fuck yourself portion. To be a jabroni or not be a jabroni, that is the question. 
Chris Jericho versus AJ Styles and cold beer, I be happy. Fuck the Disney world. <laughs> the Johnny Carson played better than the Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer stopped drinking fucking Arnold Palmer's and played the football. Blah, blah. And finally, Cam Newton, break the Arizona back. Make humble. Hey, you know, next Sunday is the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and G- Gary Barnage today is playing in his first Pro Bowl. Indeed, he is. And, that's true. And I have Ooh. got my Gary Barnage jersey on in support. Did we vote him in? Is he the captain? That'd be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> Power of the internet. Uh, un- unlike the guy we voted in as NHL All-Star Captain, <laughs> Gary Barnage actually earned his way into an All-Star game. But hey, John Scott's having the time of his life. Did you hear the reactions for him last night at the skills competition? That was just incredible. I couldn't because I was deafened by the booze from Patrick Kane. Oh, man. <laughs> and this is from earlier from Maven Fan. In the chat, Bret Hart saw Sonny's porn debut, and he gave it about four and a half inches. <laughs> I, I tell you, I was uh, I was watching the All Star competition last night, and and I was talking to a uh, friend of ours from Nashville, mine and G's, and uh, she, she's oh, I fucking hate Patrick Kane. I'm like, hey, he's on your side. He just said so. <laughs> she she wasn't thrilled with that. <laughs> Oh well. Yeah, you know what uh, Patrick Ian actually said to Scott right before that? He said, watch this, I'm going to get booed and you'll get the biggest cheers. That's the story behind that picture of why John Scott was laughing. So, yeah. you know. And, and he was right. Damn right he was. <laughs> I, was... I wonder if uh, Kane took a cab to the Ulster uh, <laughs> skills competition. <laughs> There was there was T-shirts being printed around here for the Patrick Kane Cab Company, because that happened around here. <laughs> in fact, everything Patrick Kane seems to be in trouble with the law for happens around Buffalo. Hmm. Drinks out the worst of people, huh? Uh, it's probably just because he lives here. No wonder he's so angry. Uh, apparently, we don't have anything for Cantonese Corner with noise. <laughs> Dropping the ball. <laughs> we do have story time with G. What about Coaster? Yeah, I'm sure. Did I miss here. his section? Well, oh, it goes I, me, then because, Coaster, then, okay, then Cantonese. No, 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 you know Joey, stop skipping the notes. I saw the picture and then I didn't see the text above it. I'm just, okay, whatever. I guess that's just a. St- prepare, prepare your mud hole. We're going to the next segment. <laughs> okay, so th- th- does Jesse Ventura have anything for us today? Guys, I don't I don't have any uh, conspiracy theories to share with you, but I do have a uh, a, a story that uh, that a lot of people don't know. I haven't really told many people about. Um, a long time ago, it was uh, I did a uh, I worked a small promotion down in Mexico. Um, they uh, they sent me in as a uh, special guest timekeeper for a uh, fifteen man elimination over the top rope match with all midgets, and the the match lasted about three days. And the the crowd they they were hungry they wanted to leave the promoter didn't let them it was it, it was it was pretty rough and then the promoter just you know, on the third day he just he just gave up and he had me eliminate everybody and um I'm still the uh that that promotion's champion and that was back in 1977. 
No, is I mean Jesse Ventura is the champion of micro championship wrestling. <laughs> yes. Uh, my 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 question for you then is: uh, did, did anybody think it through throwing out uh, midgets over the top rope into <laughs> crowds of hungry people? I, that uh, couldn't have ended the, well. There, there was one uh, unfortunate guy who uh, who was wearing a banana costume. Um, <laughs> I, I think I think his name was El Plantain. <laughs> He he did. He it was a mess. It was, you got a split. That, that kid got <laughs> some color. Hard way. Uh, well, on that note, story time with G. God, I love the internet. This is kind of an extension of uh, what I'd normally do. You see, there's this silly, silly, silly tendency for people to bandwagon on shit, and our truth doing a stupid gimmick. So, uh, Squared Circle Trick had some fun with it. And I'm going to call this segment uh, R-Truth Should. R-Truth Should win the TNA Heavyweight Champion. Bring it to WWE and say, my bad. R-Truth Should come out and say something funny because this is wrestling. Clap, 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 clap. Yeah, you're getting all tired of that too. R-Truth Should dress and drag and win the Divas title and whip out his dick and be like, my bad. <laughs> oh, they, they got worse. R-Truth should come down to the middle of a Roman Reigns promo and throw acid in his face. <laughs> R-Truth should tweet, the dogs are in the enclosed pool area during Monday Night Raw. Oh, shit. R-Truth should have The Undertaker resurrect Chris Benoit at WrestleMania 32 and be Hogan's new manager. Oh, God, I forgot about this one. R-Truth should murder his wife and child, then blame it on his multiple concussions, then sue the E, because they clearly knew he had problems because he kept forgetting what matches he was in. R-Truth should put on a tutu, then boil himself in a vat of his own piss, crawl out of the vat, begin ripping the faces off children at ringside, use their faces to replace his rotted skin, river dance for 20 minutes, and then collapse into a heap of bones. My bad. Oh. Uh, oh, all shit. of those things are better than a Reigns promo. Oh, it gets, gets better. Our truth should invade Poland and order the eradication of the Jews and be like, my feller! <laughs> <laughs> and finally, our truth should express his intent to accomplish a goal that either he is not qualified to attempt or has already been achieved and will not be achievable again in the near future or possibly ever. Aren't I clever? How could I ever thought of such a thing? What a wholly original idea I had. <laughs> R-Truth shit. Uh, that, that, that R-Truth spot in the Rumble was fucking brilliant. I loved yeah. it. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I, all, in all fairness, I, I, I did laugh at that. that was yeah. Uh, as, soon as, I, as soon as I saw him run out, I'm like, what the fuck is he going to do? And yeah, I, I figured, I first thought that uh, he was just, he's going to run in and they were all just going to look at him like, you're not even supposed to be here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they they definitely found a way to probably do do that whole idea better than they could have. I don't I don't think they can even top that now. That was perfect. Like the ladder itself was just completely right. wrong. That's awesome. Uh, we've got news. Stupid sexy Flanders. Kudos to AngryMarks.com, FuckSheamus.com, SexyGeorge.com, JoeWatchDraw.liar, BritCunts.News.Zs, uh, DailyWrestlingNews.com. Buy noisebooks.org. No! 
LauraMoreMovies.org, <laughs> PrepareYourAnus.edu, CoasterNeedsMoreBeer.GoFundMe.com, <laughs> GTV.com, JoeReadsWhateverWePutHere.co.nz, Expensive and Cheap Eat. Uh, yeah. Some of those may or may not exist. Do, do we have crew on? That GoFundMe exists. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. If, if Virgil could have a uh, make me a millionaire GoFundMe, if that, if that Brock can get a you know, four twenty removal of GoFundMe twice, yeah. <laughs> Wait, really? You 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 actually put that up? <laughs> I just made that up, Coaster. <laughs> <laughs> you started? You actually started that? Hey, I, I gotta get my beer somehow. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, the <laughs> things people put on these fucking GoFundMe pages. GoFundMe, where hit people go to beg. Right. <laughs> WWE yeah. WWE wrote an extensive article about AJ Styles, which makes zero mention of his decade in TNA. WWE. Well, they won't mention it until they buy the library. What's yep. TNA? <laughs> the funny thing is, they said he spent time in Orlando. He spent time <laughs> in obscurity. Uh, WWE also shared a pretty cool picture of AJ Styles on Instagram. His new t-shirt on WWE Shop sold out in just two hours. As far as AJ Styles and WWE goes, he gets to keep his name but has authorized them to have exclusive use of his name or trademark while working for WWE. He I also think that might be the thing going forward, that you still own it but they own the trademark itself. Right. You. He also gets to keep the trademarks on the nickname The Phenomenal One and his finisher The Styles Clash. All mentions of AJ Lee are now changed to reflect Styles as Walking Dead enthusiasts waifu. <laughs> <laughs> WWE reportedly didn't have much of an issue with Styles keeping his name in the company. That's pretty smart that he he retains it if he leaves. It's not they don't own it. It's like they have use of it. Right. Yeah. That's pretty much it. They've licensed it from him. Right. right. And and they get to continue using it uh, for archival footage when he leaves. If which stops him having the Jesse Ventura thing. Right. Exactly. Well, actually, that's not necessarily true. If he owns the trademark, they have rights to use of it when he leaves. He probably still gets royalties from it. So. Well, right, right, right. So it's all... I, I, I don't think that's... That's got to be a precedence. I would imagine. AJ Styles' theme song is a revised, updated version of DMX's Ain't No Sunshine, done by CFO Dollar Sign, who have done themes for Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, and Sasha Banks, among others. Yeah, they're the WWE's new favorite band. Pretty yeah, they've much. been around for a couple of years. Does anyone know how the fuck you're supposed to say that, actually, though? Uh, I, I thought it was CF. I thought you just say S. F? No, S. C-F-O-S. But no, that's a dollar sign. That's not an S. It is a dollar sign. I just, that's exactly verbatim how I, it's been uh, credited. I say a... CFO dollar sign because that's what I that's what I'm looking at. <laughs> but it, but is it like one of those like Dasha type of things or, or like Kesha? Right. Oh, yeah. Or, well, like Kesha. I was I was referring Ke- to that that internet meme with the there's some like ignorant oh. lady who named her kid Ladasha and put like L hyphen Shaw or some shit. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, you know you know what I'm talking about. That's why I was wondering. I've also seen a worse one. It was L E I apostrophe A. It's just like a drug infused like name idea, like Jeff Hardy's band, or. In their in their mind, if you ask them how do you say it, it was like, oh well, her name is something, you know. 
Perox yeah, YJ. For some reason, searching CFO dollar sign brings up the WWE Music Group and CFO, which is Chief Financial Officer. Right. I well, well, I, I imagine it's CFO dollar sign. That's how I've been pronouncing it. I it could be CFO money. Who who knows? Who fucking cares? Well, if I they do. are part me. of the WWE Music Group, then that just means it's old man Vince McMahon thinking it's cool. Pretty much. Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows are expected to, to debut on the main roster, not NXT, as previously believed, just like AJ Styles did when they show up sometime in March. I, I'm going to say this right because Drew corrected me last week. WWE has officially confirmed Shinsei Nakamura coming to NXT and even posted a press release on WWE.com. The updated card for NXT TakeOver Dallas is, spoiler alert, <laughs> WWE NXT title match, Samoa Joe versus Finn Balor. WWE NXT women's title match, uh, As- Asuka versus Bayley. NXT tag team title match, Chad, J- Chad Gable and Jason Jordan versus Dash and Dawson. And Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Somebody's opening some food. <laughs> oh no, I gotta head to. I got mouse batteries low, so I had to. Oh, okay. Replace the mouse batteries in my mouse. I understand how that goes. If they change Shinsuke Nakamura's name, I hope it's something even more Japanese that Joe can't pronounce. <laughs> <sighs> It probably would. Then again, it would be Nintendo Mitsubishi. <laughs> probably. I, I watched uh, VH1's list of uh, stupidly awesome baby names or something something like that, right? And I was like, um, I decided then and there that if I ever have another kid, I want to name them Nintendo Atari. <laughs> Triple H has established a new record thanks to the 2016 Royal Rumble. Most years between Rumble wins at 14. His last 30-man over-the-top rope Royal Rumble win was in 2002. I think he's also set the one for the biggest distance between title reigns. No. But I could be wrong. No, I think Bob Backlund still got that. Yeah. Mm. I'm pretty sure you're wrong. That's Mr. Bob Backlund to you, sir. Yes. (laughs) Florida was on Raw. What are, you, what are you talking about? That's Mr. Dave to you, bitches. <laughs> Florida was on Raw. That's what it says here. No one fucking cared. That comes from subweb, somewebsite.org. It's true. Rusev declares he has made history by leaving with a TV monitor after the League of Nations beat down Roman Reigns, also making him the TV champion. I really wish he had brought that out more and just actually made it a TV thing. Oh, that would have been great. I, 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 I hope that that's that. a subtle hint of they're actually bringing back the TV title. It is. It's just the monitor attached to a belt. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am not the biggest Rusev fan, but that was just awesome to see that tweet. Just, I'm the new TV champion. <laughs> uh, his his Twitter monitor. is amazing. I, I, I'm realizing that now. I need to start uh, paying more attention. I've been paying a lot of attention to Kevin Owens' Twitter. <laughs> oh, that's that, also that really good. Which is always yeah. great. Lana has more heat on her backstage over something she said that caused an uproar and has, quote, added to her legacy of causing drama with her words or actions. How's that How's for ambiguous? 
This, in turn, is believed to be the cause for The Rock slut-shaming Lana on Raw, and this also caused up a stir online this week. That wasn't slut-shaming, you fucking morons. Ah, well, a lot of people think you're a moron, too. I don't know, man. I don't know where we're at, but I didn't even want to bother posting all the news stories and figured I'd truncate it. Because it's been yada yada, blah, 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 slut shame, slut shame. And it's like, all she did was fuck the shit out of Rock in a hotel. Right. And who among us would not do that? Me. Well, <laughs> I, wouldn't, um, I wouldn't fuck the Rock in a hotel. <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I guess I guess there's a bunch of us that wouldn't, Mark, but... <laughs> oh, well. I mean, it, it all depends on the hotel. I mean, if it's the Rock, <laughs> you know it's going to be, you know, some sort of upscale, fancy uh, presidential suite. Yeah, and I mean, he's got to buy him. Got buy us dinner first for sure. I mean, it's not going to be no nights in. <laughs> <laughs> WWE issued the following response: WWE programming, which features fictional characters that cover a range of personalities similar to movies and television shows, tells stories of good versus evil. In addition, as our ongoing storylines develop, we will continue to position women as both strong competitors and compelling individuals. That says nothing. <laughs> nope. Wow. Still not the worst statement made by a wrestling company in recent weeks. <laughs> so I'm watching Raw on Monday, and, and of course, you notice the first thing you notice is the guy's dressed like Hulk Hogan in The Undertaker and Macho Man in the front row. And later on, I noticed they weren't there. And then, I think they were ejected after Rock acknowledged them. No, 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 no. This was before Rock acknowledged them. They were in the front row. They were across from the hard camera. They were on yeah. the other side of the ring. Yeah, they got moved. They were moved. Brought back in. They were moved. They they were they were actually they were kicked out, but they were brought back in and they were given Florida seats. Uh, and, and WWE was not pleased that The Rock went off script and addressed a group of fans sitting in the front row on hard camera who were who were dressed like Macho Man, Undertaker, and so on. There was one more person you can't say, and so on. Macho Man, Undertaker, Hulk Hogan, and then one dude was The Rock. There was four of them. Uh, they had <laughs> yeah. already been Ooh, unhappy. Cut that whole part out. Yeah, they yeah. had already been unhappy with the fans for causing a distraction due to the crowd making Macho Man chants. And if anybody other than The Rock had gone off script and addressed those fans, they'd have been fired for it. <laughs> and, fuck your creativity. And The Rock tweeted. Ha, well, at WWE events, going off script is what I live for. So much fun for the fans. Nightmare for Vince. She's, uh, you know, I, I don't, this is, I, I, this is why I stop. You know, you can't, you, 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 you're basically fucking telling your fans to not have fun at your fucking shows. And, uh, and you're absolutely right. That's ridiculous. It's fuck your creativity to the fans as well as the performers. Now, if if you want to have fun at a wrestling event, go to an indie show. That's pretty yes. much what they're saying. Yes. Well, not saying that. They don't want you to go to an indie show. Well, if you go to an indie show dressed as Hulk Hogan, you might get hired. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put it past some of the indies I've been to. You know, and I actually thought that that guy was uh, the guy who played the Huckster. In, uh, he those... looked just like him, didn't he? <laughs> Well, speaking of Hogan being hired, Hogan, Hulk Hogan filmed a new Lone Mart commercial, according to TMZ, and Dennis Rodman showed up to hang out on the, on the set. Virgil because was not utilized. Well, after Hogan and Dennis Rodman, they couldn't afford another twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm sure they could have taken a loan out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're not paying the interest on that. 
Daniel Bryan. There's been a lot of Daniel Bryan news this week, but I just see the one right here. Daniel Bryan has been told by WWE he won't be medically cleared, and they have offered him several non-wrestling roles in the company. Yeah, but the dude just really wants to wrestle. Can can we point out that now there's they're up to like four or five other doctors who said, "Dude, he's fine." <laughs> Including it, there has to be something that Maroon isn't seeing, and it can't just be a massive paycheck. I think but it's if something, there isn't he is something seeing, he's seeing, it's, it's... He, he needs to say what it is so that the fans shut up. Well, it, we know what it is. It's the lawsuit, dude. Yeah, yeah, what he's yeah, seeing, yeah. what he's right. seeing is his fucking libel trial. Z-Pac, mm. bitch. There's, you know exactly what it is. There's no mystery here. They're just not going to come out and say it. Right. I mean, you've he's been cleared by the Arizona Cardinals doctor. He's been cleared by a doctor from UCLA and two UFC doctors now. Yeah. Even the UFC doctors have cleared him? Two of them. Wow. It, do, it doesn't matter because it doesn't. until this trial between Punk and the WWE's doctor team it's not, is over with, it is they, not, can't, they can't go back on it because it fucks up the whole trial. It's not the Punk lawsuit. It's it's not the punk lawsuit. It is the uh, the Billy Jack Nelson Haynes and Frazier all, and things. Billy Jack Haynes, Nelson Frazier, those guys. The the, it's, the concussion it's all relative lawsuit. though. All ties right back into it. They're stuck in this particular thing where the guy claims he could have died. Right, but I mean, still the the point the point being like I get you're trying to be safe. You're trying to say that okay, but this guy wants to wrestle. This guy's saying. I can wrestle. This guy's saying, "I get, put me in the goddamn ring." Look, these four other fucking guys told me I'm clear to go. Yeah, like, like you so said, either, they, they've offered him commentating deals. They've offered him training roles, but he just wants to wrestle. He said, "He said a long time ago, like he really, really wanted to uh, have a match with Nakamura, and now it would be possible, and they're not going to let him." And it, it, I, I can understand his frustration. If I'm Daniel Bryan at this point, I'm trying to figure out how much it's going to cost me to buy out of my contract because they're obviously not going to let him wrestle. He can wrestle. Oh, please yeah, let he, Daniel he Bryan go. He can do the Kurt Angle thing and become Bryan Danielson in TNA again. Right. Oh, he can, he can go to Lucha Underground and that would just be amazing. It would be. Yeah, but then he would be the American Dragon and it would be brilliant. He can be Drago's tag team partner. Oh, shit. As long as they don't put a mask on him because they might confuse him with Son of Havoc because you know, of the beard. <laughs> I did get a I did get a uh, Matt Cross sticker in with my wrestle crate yesterday. <laughs> uh, I think you should just like intentionally do the wellness violation thing. Maybe he's got to do something. I mean, obviously the dude is fine to wrestle. He's not going to do any long term damage on top of anything he's already got. The risk of damage for Daniel Bryan is new damage. And it's time for D. Bry to start gassing and get fired. <laughs> Pretty there much. There you go. Just hop the rail live at Raw and start injecting heroin in the middle of the ring. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> have, have Brie maybe, Bella just stick the needle yeah. right in his ass. It, it Pull a, a tie really... out of his pocket and start choking out Lillian Garcia, screaming, <laughs> this is how I did it last time. <laughs> yeah, in, in a really stupid twist, he'll start gassing and then they'll bring him back because he's so jacked. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know how you know Vince is a fucking body mark. <laughs> yeah. I mean, God, I, look I, at him. Look at the definition. Obviously, the story's out there that it's because of this concussion lawsuit that they don't want to bring Daniel Bryan back and they don't want to risk it. Part of me says they don't want to bring him back because they don't want him to get over again and have to push him again. 
I think the concussion story has more weight to it than I, I, they don't want to. They don't no, want no, 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 and, and, and I agree with that. But at the, there's just a small part of me that's like, if they bring him back now, the, the Roman Reigns won't be over. Damn it! Pretty much. <laughs> Triple H doesn't want to put him over for the title. Yeah. Again. <laughs> Uh, well, speaking of injuries, Hideo Itami is not expected to return to NXT anytime soon. Unfortunately, he had some complications following his sur a shoulder surgery that will keep him sidelined indefinitely. Oh. Nikki Bella says she's going to, to girl by need some neck fusion surgery. She had it apparently. It went well. <laughs> Uh, Sammy Zayn talks about his shoulder injury. He says, I thought my recovery would actually go quicker because when I initially saw the surgeon, they said four to six months. Right away, I thought that I thought that they thought I was Daniel Bryan. I was progressing really, <laughs> really quickly very early, so I thought, I'm going to crush this rehab. Then it kind of slowed down. I did fuck a Bella, but I didn't marry one. I still wouldn't call it 141 and two-thirds percent <laughs> chance. But I still feel some... I still feel some... Crack and pop rocks and whatever else. Mentally, I think I know it's still the bad shoulder. No idea. I used the WWE doctor. Uh, and everything you hear is true. Nothing is edited. Never. Never. Ever. Ever. Not Again. Even, not even Sting writing a, uh, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I don't know, whatever. Alberto Del Rio's lower back injury was reportedly caused by taking a suplex from Brock Lesnar in the Royal Rumble. So I think we're making the transition from the senile era to the uh, injured era. We're getting there. Apparently some time ago, Eden Stiles asked for a name change to honor her late father-in-law, Dusty Rhodes, but was declined. WWE made a pitch to Batista to return for WrestleMania 32, which he declined due to his work with Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and Fiverr.com. But he, <laughs> left the, he left the door open for future pitches to do something with WWE. That's two hours, people. Uh, he's he's on there. He's buying voiceover work from me and Mark. <laughs> he's bu he's paying Mark to write the voice the, the scripts, and then he's paying me to read them. Some dude did that this week. A bastard. <laughs> really. Yeah, they had me rewrite some scripts for them. I was like, if you want me to read them too, I got that going. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been fun. It'd be funny if it was me that they sent the scripts to. <laughs> I keep plugging you, man. I to my regular clients, man. Like, yeah. hey, if you need somebody else to do a voice, check out my buddy Mark. He'll he'll give you an English flavor to it, and then I go and do English voices. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's true. Mark does have a uh, charming British accent. He does. I, I, no, I, I try to uh, emulate that a little bit in some of the characters I'm doing for this horror radio thing I'm doing, but uh, I, I'm no Mark Noyce. <laughs> Are your characters Chinese? No. <laughs> oh. well, speaking of second rate... <laughs> Impact Wrestling continue, it continues to trend upward this week doing 339,000 viewers and a point thirteen rating in 1849 up 6% and 44% res respectively from last week. The viewership was the highest number since the September 9th episode, and the demo rating topped very topped every number back to February 6th of last year with a .17. Yeah, I'm still watching. Grado was fired this week. 
And Josh Matthews is the worst commentator in the history of ever. <laughs> and is that being compared to the Pope as well? Yes. Oh, He's actually worse than the Pope. How is wow. that possible? Nobody like, could be right, that worse. Right after the segment where Grado was fired, you don't buy it because, you know, he's a champion in Scotland. <laughs> but yeah, he, he's crying. He's trying to do his best to sell how upset he is. Then straight away, Josh, Josh Matthews saying, couldn't happen to a nicer guy. We'll never see him again. Yay. <laughs> Josh Matthews is the most bitter son of a bitch I have ever. He really fucking is. Like, he just hates being there. And I think it's because he hasn't gotten paid ever. <laughs> he's he's just like I want a Slammy Award with Matt Stryker god damn it. <laughs> Plus he has to you know do commentary with Pope. Yeah right. <clears throat> TNA contracts are being structured differently now. Recent signees and new arrivals get a deal where you draw a guaranteed salary every two weeks but that's all you get. And if you get booked for an independent promotion TNA collects 100% of the booking fee to make back the cost of your guaranteed salary. So they're, they're a talent agency now. Pretty much. Better known as a pimp. Yeah. Awesome Kong had a fight with Rebby Sky on the first night of TNA's UK tour that led to her being sent home by TNA officials. No one's exactly clear on how it started, but Kong was offended by something Sky did and threw her bag out of the locker room, then has a, had a physical altercation with Sky when she attempted to return. And then Randy Orton took a shit in that bag. Some <laughs> <laughs> people think it was a respect thing and Kong felt she didn't belong in the locker room with them. It's like the old stories of JBL throwing Mrs. Bag out of the locker locker rooms. Oh, well, the, apparently Rebby was bitching on the internet about Carmen no showing an event or something like that. Who knows? Yeah, apparently they have a big history, but I didn't know anything about it. Nobody did, because it's on TNA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how are their numbers going up on a station that nobody knows that they have? I think it's slowly people are realizing that they do have it. Is it is it the uh, the lead-in show, the uh, Days of Our Lives reruns? <laughs> nah, I think a, it's Shit's Creek or something. As a as opposed to the uh, lead-in show on Spike, Cops. <laughs> <laughs> That's all they play on on Spike is Cops and TNA. And no, well at all. no. G Four TV turned into at one point. No, the Cops episodes. I was watching. Spike earlier, and they were playing Bar Rescue. <laughs> I actually get Spike, but it's like a week old feed or something. <laughs> TNA is pissed that New Japan signed Will Ospreay, who is currently working their UK tour. That's their fault for not signing him first. Yeah, right. Jay Lethal and Red Dragon, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly have all renewed their contracts with Ring of Honor. But Red Dragon is he Slater? Because <laughs> he spits fire, yo. <laughs> <laughs> ROH parent company Sinclair has bought the tennis channel for $350 million <laughs> this makes Sinclair a fully national presence on all cable and satellite providers whereas previously Sinclair was at the mercy of their over the air affiliates either being picked up or not by various markets what's interesting to note is that, the is that this channel can and likely will be rebranded to carry all of Sinclair's shows this happens all the time in cable television yeah so you, you can laugh that it's tennis but that's the whole point, is that they now own the right to this kind of like real estate. It's like me buying an empty lot in a really good place on cable television and then tearing down the shithole and putting up a Starbucks or something that's going to make me money. Yeah, right. if I had the tennis channel, I think I'd turn it into something else. 
Mm -hmm. oh, it's exactly what exactly what I expect them to do because this is this is the trend in how uh, mainstream media has worked for a couple of that, decades with the cable industry, Mark. Yeah, that was pretty much what happened with Pop TV as well because they bought the TV Guide channel. Mm -hmm. All right, but of course, this is the tennis channels probably within a hundred channels of the, most people's cable package, as opposed to what is it like five hundred for Pop? Yeah, they're in. That they were the default main channel, so they're in nearly everything now. I don't know. I've heard, I've heard it's a way up in the hundreds in most people's package, so I don't know. But yeah, I, ex I, I expect Sinclair is basically this is a major move for them, and that's that's why they made this investment. That's yeah, smart, I, be man. I bet there was some ROH fanboy thinking, what if they'd given ROH 350 million? <laughs> No, it doesn't say they're giving ROH to I know, no, I'm saying I, ima I imagine there was someone who said they, who said, what if they did give ROH that much? Because that's the main complaint is that Sinclair don't give ROH enough money. Oh, a platform is going to give them more money by default. Yep. Now they just got to fucking invest it in lights. <laughs> $350 million will buy you a lot of lights. We did say last week they're testing out new lighting rigs soon. <laughs> Lucha Underground returned this week about a year ago. We at Board Wrestling Fan, and by G, by by we we mean G, uh, hyped up the debut and encouraged people to watch. Noise followed suit shortly, and reluctant Joe came on board a month or so later to, after peer pressure. Joe is a total fanboy now. You can be too. G doesn't even care about the bandwagon. This show needs your support, Mafaz. Once uh, that's a adapters die. <laughs> Ooh, Anonymous Kraken is still waiting for JT <laughs> to do more cocaine on board <laughs> and have sex with China while Sonny watches while whacking off Conad? <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. Ah, it's from the Wrestling Observer. It's got to be true. And, and there's three panels of the awesome Lucha Underground comic. Yeah, it was pretty fun little read. I still have to check it out, but I uh, I opened it, and then it's like, okay, I have to leave soon. So. <laughs> uh, the Ultima Lucha Dos to cap Lucha Underground Season 2 will be three episodes spanning four hours. Wow. Wait, that means there's only like 26 regular episodes. Shit. <laughs> but uh, haven't they already confirmed Season 3? Yeah, they're uh, officially greenlit today. Officially greenlit today. Yeah, they, they they told the guys in the back after filming Ultima Lutra, I guess. Yeah, they I hadn't see. they had it apparently signed off on it, even though they were talking about it as as much. But apparently, yeah, the uh, the company has said there's a little blurb, but didn't give much more detail than that. They uh, so. the other night they had a, a little piece on Sports Center for Lucha Underground. If you haven't seen it, it was uh, it was Johnny Mundo, it was King Cuerno, and Rey Mysterio. And they were talking about how Lucha Underground kind of is like a hybrid of American wrestling and Lucha Libre. It, just, just it say it's Mortal Kombat. <laughs> pretty much. It, it's pretty much Mortal Kombat. It is. Oh, that's of course you're Jim Cornette. You <laughs> don't even know what video games are. <laughs> ah, Jim Cornette doesn't know what anything is except for wrestling and Dairy Queen. <laughs> and what, what, what's a computer? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean a podcast I don't know what a podcast is this is me talking to a camera like I always do down in Smoky Mountain what do you mean Ohio Valley wrestling what do you mean I work for Ohio Valley 
<laughs> I don't even know what that is. I still work at Smoky Mountain, don't I? He does he refer to me at... where Ohio is. He, do, he refers to the people that listen as viewers a lot, so there you go. <laughs> I, I, I'm not even making I, that up. I love the guy, but jeez. <laughs> yeah, great grandpa's stuck in the past. <laughs> I love the guy, but jeez. Uh, the Stephen Amell versus Stardust confrontation never happened this weekend because Heroes and Legends was canceled due to the snowstorm that hit the East Coast. Wait, they're still feuding? Yeah. Yeah. Connor's Cure has hit 60,000 Twitter followers and raised nearly $900,000 for charity. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I donated 10 bucks. <laughs> I, I don't question about this bit um you guys you guys we all remember the connery bit in the ring with brian and everything wasn't there another kid that was with him wasn't there two kids no it wasn't that just his brother his little brother yeah that was his pro was there a second bit though where they had two kids come in no something else like another night they had a different a different kid did a bit with stardust there was one there was an episode of raw where they had two kids come in and they both got nicknames though i know that i remember that i just was trying to remember if that was the connor one or something else i don't recall that i I, mean some of us stopped watching wasn't the one where they had a load of kids on the ramp and they all got nicknames oh there was one there was was two that's all i know for sure there was one there was where there was two but i remember where there was one kid and he was singing uh to john cena and scared the shit out of him and then Bray Wyatt won the match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. That was, yeah, classic. That kid died too. <laughs> We've got John Cena knows a fuck ton of dead kids. <laughs> He's fucking all bad. Yeah. He does. That's, the- oh, that, that's, why he does, that's why he doesn't want kids, because he knows that they're going to die when he sees them. Yeah, you that's say right. that, but I, that's probably actually got something to do with it. Uh, John Cena's sitting there, and he's watching The Sixth Sense, and he sees the kid. I see dead people. Yeah, kid, me too. But they can't see me. <laughs> every every you know kid, the last words he, he has to them, I guess, is what make a wish, right? Well, yeah, he's granted like four hundred wishes, so he knows at least four hundred dead kids. I think it's over five hundred now. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah. He's fucking just killing kids left, right, and center. He must have passed Anakin Skywalker by now. He's he's well. absorbing their powers. <laughs> and just so so he can stay uh, re- relevant in the WWE, and he can win matches. Like that, that's how that's how he wins. He that, that's just, how he heals so quickly. He just absorbs more children. It's the quicker. It's, like it's like in Dragon Ball Z with the Spirit Bomb, and he just absorbs like all the energy. That's <laughs> to chop off their head with a sword, and then Lucino wins. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of John Cena and killing kids, it's the time for <laughs> it's time for previews of Total Divas. Woo! This is previews for the next two episodes of Total Divas. Uh, oh, that's right. That's just one. It's just one. Yeah, I had to bump the other one to next week's show notes. No problem. February 9th, Talk of the Town. Nikki aims to be the next Maria Shriver of motivational sp- <laughs> motivational speaking, but Bree mocks her, stating, "A successful man is one who makes more money than his wife can spend. A successful <laughs> woman is one who can find such a man." Alicia finds out that her new boyfriend has been lying to her. Assassins! Mandy questions her choices. Who the fuck is Mandy? I met Shawn Michaels at a restaurant once. We'd accidentally been given his table. Apparently, he was fond of the restaurant and had a specific table he liked. Oh, God. And the management had messed up and gotten their days wrong. It was Tuesday, and they thought he was coming on Thursday or something like that. 
Anyway, the manager, completely embarrassed, this is a pretty nice restaurant, comes by and says, I'm so sorry, but we'd like to move you to another table if you could be troubled, and we'll gladly compensate you for the cost of the meal and any other meal you'd like while you're in town. My sister and cousin were both like, yeah, that's cool, and I kind of played the asshole a bit. I'm sorry, I just don't understand. We've been here for 15 minutes. We just ordered. Can we finish our meal here? Then out of nowhere, Shawn Michaels shows up and, and next to the manager and says, Paul, these guys can finish. We'll be at the bar. I've got some time. And I, being a big HBK fan, said, Oh, wow, I, uh, I had no idea. Please feel free to give them the table. Sean was grateful, shook my hand, and said thanks, then gave me a card with his number on it and told me to give him a call later. After working up the nerve, I gave him a call that night, and to make a long story short, we had a glorious 11-month love affair, man-on-man, man, that I shall never forget. Our bodies intertwined as one, and from the beauty of Morocco to the French Riviera to the snorkeling in the Galapagos, Shawn Michaels and I made glorious gay love to each other on six or seven continents. When I die, I want to go peacefully like my grandfather did, in his sleep, not yelling and screaming like the passengers in his car. Open your eyes, dummy! Uh, Shawn Michaels is something that gets posted. Every so often on Squared Circle, and it's always fun. <laughs> I've been holding on to that one for about a year. Uh, <laughs> Just waiting, buying my time. <sighs> and into the land of a thousand G's we go. Um, so this one comes from a little Miss Moxley. This one's actually from Squared Circle. Do you think when someone mentions Santa isn't real, Jim Cornette gets really agitated and rants about how it exposes the Christmas <laughs> holiday? I do. I bet he does. Because he's a very... No, he's... Wait, is he an atheist or a... Yeah, I think he's an atheist, actually, yeah. Nah, uh, he wouldn't get like that, that mad. Well, it's, it, it, who, who matter? Who does it really matter if he's going to rant about it for an hour and a half anyway? <laughs> I said, next Christmas, I'm telling him Christmas isn't real. <laughs> well, Santa isn't real. Christmas is very real. <laughs> so is Santa to any children out there listening. <laughs> I'm sure John if, Cena will meet them soon enough. If there's any parents letting their children listen to the show... It's Maven, bad parents. It, it, it's Ma Maven fan because she's, she's got her two kids listening with her. Michael McCurdy aside because he was on the show. <laughs> what are you doing letting your kids listen to this show? <laughs> no, it, it's much more kid friendly now George is gone <laughs> hey what the fuck are you talking about fuckface <laughs> I try hard to make this show not kid friendly I know exactly <laughs> fuck that shit fuck 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 any fuck 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 I'd say fuck kids kid but that could be very miscontrued Mark Noyce does probably not touch children <laughs> quote unquote probably <laughs> probability oh. ring thunder 15 uh, is disgusted by WWE's treatment of AJ Styles two days and he still hasn't won all the titles in the federation and put Roman Reigns into retirement fucking buried <laughs> we'll probably have him win the Divas championship first <laughs> So, uh, BGP1845, he's kind of an older fellow, he, he writes in, uh, My mom walked in while I was watching Sasha versus Bailey, and she asked why I had a blanket over my lap in the middle of August. <laughs> now she hates Roman Reigns. <laughs> and this one is in response to some dark match, I guess. Um, does anyone else NXT and Royal Rumble? I love Florida. Wait. 
Tyler Breeze got you can't wrestle chance. Fuck you, Florida. You don't deserve another show ever again. (laughs) (sighs) Gotta love that Florida crowd. I blame TNA. Oh, for killing their love of wrestling? Yes. (laughs) Well, no, because when TNA started, that's when all the this is wrestling crap and this is awesome crap all started. Then it just grew from there. And then some crowd in New Jersey just took it too far. And then everybody else in Florida was like, hey, we need to match that level of irritation. Yeah, that, and, that crowd were a bunch of assholes. And then they All started, of them completely sucked. <laughs> and then they started doing it, like, every week for every show. They, they're going to, like, you know, the, the Motley Crue final show, and they're chanting, this is wrestling. And Tommy Lee's up there like, what the fuck are these idiots talking about? Hey, somebody get me down from this roller coaster. It's stuck. <laughs> We didn't. We didn't get the roller coaster when they came to Syracuse. We got, we got story time with Nikki Six. <laughs> that sounds terrible. He got stuck in Buffalo. Apparently, his his roller coaster got stuck upside down. Yeah, it also happened on the, on the, on the very last show. It got stuck on the very last show oh, that's, too. That's what it was. It was the last show. It wasn't the Buffalo show, or maybe it was. I don't fucking know. I don't, I heard so many damn stories about the Motley well, Crew final tour. <laughs> the, the final the final show was in um was in L A. Los Angeles, and- of course. And it, it, he did his drum kit did get stuck. He, I, I'm not saying if it did in Buffalo, but I'm not, yeah, it I, might have got stuck in Buffalo too. But it did. I might be. Getting, I might be getting my stories mixed up. So it got it got stuck because his dick got caught in the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> ah, cock talk. Wacka wacka wacka. But here's the coasty with your celebrity minute. Oh dear God, <laughs> the worst segment in the radio. <laughs> It can't be worse than a minute with Think So Joe. <laughs> Sick burn, bro. Hey, I, I, I don't know if Maven fans saw it, but I had a video up on the Board Wrestling fan page. It was the uh, unboxing of the uh, this week's Wrestle Crate, or this month's Wrestle Crate, which, like, really? I paid 20 bucks for this shit? <laughs> and, I, and I noticed today, because I'm like, ah, you know, I don't have any clean clothes. I'm just going to put on this shirt that came in the wrestle, uh, the wrestle Crate. They sent me a fucking medium. I signed up for the extra large package. <laughs> So like yeah, you this, gotta be. You gotta be. Yeah, you heard it here first. Joe has an extra large package. <laughs> I had to. I had to order two of something sometime because I tried to. Um, I ordered a Fozzie shirt online. I accidentally ordered a small. I had to go order an. Uh, I had. They, I couldn't. I couldn't send them an email to change it because my all my emails kept saying spam. It was spam. Oh, so I had to fucking order a large on top of it because. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, they tell you, like, we'll get you the next closest size if we run out of the size that you ordered. And I ordered extra large. They sent me a fucking medium. Like, dude, you ran out of fucking large and extra large? Yeah, everyone I know who has one of these crate things, they always get the wrong size shirts. Well, I'm giving them another month. I'm going to let them send me the the February box and see what's in it. And if it's nothing, if it's not worth 20 bucks, then screw it. I'm just going to go with Pro Wrestling Crate. So what's actually on the shirt? This is a. Uh, it's from. It's a Maven shirt. It's not a Maven shirt. It's from <laughs> Suplex Clothing Company, and it's Suplex Athletic Apparel 2004. That's what it says on oh. the shirt. Yeah, that's I hear the Pro Wrestle Crate is much better. Anyway, did you see what comes? What came in the Kayfabe News box last month it was? That's what I mean. That's a part of the Kayfabe News box, isn't it? The Pro Wrestle Crate. That they curated last month's Pro Wrestle Crate. And it had like a magic smart ball. It had a shovel pen. Yeah, <laughs> it that had the, the I believe kayfabe news. Banner. They're making fun of people who do those videos. 
Yeah. Well, That's I mean, why I sent it to you and said, are you sure you want to make one? Because uh, people like us, assholes like G. No, I, and I, I, I know that, but they ask you to, to do it you know, when you sign up. So, oh, what the hell? Advertise for us for free. Yeah, yeah give the them the some not? free advertising. You. Why the hell not? Be you a can, shell. Be a shell. Well, you can look and see what's in this shitty fucking box. I mean, there's, you know, I got the Johnny Mundo autograph picture, and I got the the calling uh, the calling spots magazine, which is really well produced. Uh, uh, but the, the only issue box is too I want to see inside of us one from the movie Seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, calling spots box? follows. Ca- calling spots follows me on the Twitter. I just started following them because I I got this this magazine is really well put together. It's this issue is two months old. But <laughs> The magazine's Unboxing really video with Sunny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so next month's crate, it's uh, what what you're gonna get. Um, spoiler here, it's a uh, bundle of zip ties that quote unquote held together chairs at a pay per view. <laughs> <laughs> you paid twenty dollars. It's gonna be the straps John Tenta cut off the pole at Bash of the Beach '96. <laughs> nice. I'll I'll send you those for five bucks in a box, Joe. <laughs> I work for Fiverr too. <laughs> you, you open the crate and it's just a picture of Vince Russo and it's a swerve. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. You, no, you open the box and it's an IOU from Virgil, twenty bucks. It's fucking breadstick crumbs in it. <laughs> oh man, uh, you know, like I said, I'm giving him another shot next month. I'll see what's in it, and uh, I mean, I, I think in the meantime, I'm probably at some point going to sign up for Pro Wrestling Crate because this month's the- theme is the '80s. Oh, you're gonna get co- cocaine, cocaine, <laughs> <laughs> vitamins, box Whatever. full of prayers, buddy. It's gonna be a neon pink shirt. <laughs> it's a can of Aquanet. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna get a Magnum TA T-shirt, hey. fanny pack. It'd be better than the Suplex T-shirt, like Dead Suplex apparel, uh, suplex, <laughs> suplex apparel shirt. And I looked it up, and that's like an actual clothing company you could buy, like Kyle O'Reilly shirts from. <laughs> Marty Janetti's tears. <laughs> it's Marty Janetti's ankle. <laughs> Kamala's feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. We're bad. All right. Oh boy. All right. Let's uh, let's wrap this up here. <laughs> Took a long time, but we got it out of show. Ah, <laughs> uh, you did. Hey, I love it. Uh, I'm at Think So Joe at G of the Internet at Random Redhead at Random Double Underscore Zero at Mark Unders Mark Underscore Noise. I'm losing my fucking mind here. At Bird Wrestling Fan, we're Board Wrestling Fan without vowels on Twitter. Facebook.com/slash Board Wrestling Fan. Listen to this podcast every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern on BoardWrestlingFan.com. Or, if you don't do that, you can download us from iTunes, Cheap Heat, Blueberry, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts are sold. And, of course, at BoardWrestlingFan.com. Sonny's doing Mitch Point next. Try to get the last word on the show and then fuck it up and say, My bad. My bad. Fuck this. I got nothing. Y'all be good. And we're clear.